Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? I wish I know how to quit you. What are you doing, Hepe? Ah, oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am El Hefe, that is J-Dubs. It is Monday night, a packed show for you. We offer numerous ways for you to be somebody. The first way is the telephone. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Also, too, there is uh, the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Real Radio Hideout. Of course, you have the website, realradio.fm, and the unofficial hideout page. Actually, it's mainly it's where, the, where the heretics gather to talk about the show and everything else. Hideoutheretics.net. Matt Albert, six foot five, five hundred pound, twenty-one-year-old black virgin, patchy baldness, graying hair. Third Mike and Ryder is here. Chunks, executive producer of the Hideout, is here. He uh, hosts the Hideout Headlines game show here in about fifteen minutes. You heard the headlines on the Phillips spot. We turn them into prizes in just fifteen minutes. That's Tommy Bateman, our director, runs the talk and roll controls. Responsible for that hideout page on RealRadio.fm. And Dubs. And there's pictures of Matt and uh, Chunks. Yes, the fight from Friday night, the hideout fight club, uh, happened downstairs here at the Clear Channel compound. The Cougar versus the Bear, Chunks versus Matt Albert, the chokeout of... The 10-second tap, the, as I call it. It wasn't even 10 seconds. It was two. It was the beast. It was two seconds of Matt Albert choking out Chunks, and then there's video... And there's all kinds of pictures of that on the webpage on realradio.fm. But, J-Dubs, we could talk about the fantastic Monday night show that we have set up for you, and it is a goodie. But first, I want to welcome in our buddies from the Monsters in the Morning, the true comedy duo of Blackbeard and Daniel. Oh, hello. Look at these geniuses. Hello. Hi. What's going on? Thanks for having us in. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, I'm not going to say what you guys are doing up here. Yeah. Uh, Just mischievousness, as usual, with uh, the duo of you two. But I wanted you guys to come in because I want to talk about the anniversary show and uh, what is going down. Dubs, from my understanding, now I'll tell you this, I haven't been to a promo meeting uh, this year. Me neither. Because uh, useless. That's one thing that we have in common. <laughs> At least Nothing comment. happens. <laughs> no comment. At least for this show, useless. So if you go to our part, Daniel and I crack jokes the entire time, then we get up, we drink Sprite, and we walk out. Whenever we go, whenever we go, we sit there with the, the phones out, just text messaging each other, making fun of the sales staff. That's, that's okay. what we that's do. What I do. I go, this salesperson looks like a mole. <laughs> oh, Boy, we had a uh, look at that mouth breather. Uh, <laughs> yep. So anyway, uh, that's not gonna make. We Thursday. love you. We're just kidding. Give us money. Skit happens. Oh yeah. We're uh, just kidding. Uh, but Blackbeard and Daniel, uh, the last time I was at a promo meeting, I guess we were told the hideout will be broadcasting yes. live 
from the anniversary show coming up, the Hard Rock Live at the end of the month. What's going down? Uh, what can we expect? Please tell me. Give me all the goodies. I know the big thing, Tiffany. Yes. Yes. And and the other thing is Drunky, if we're going to keep his one minute of comedy, if right. we're going to yes. move it, if we're going to... Uh, because the president of our company hates it. Well, I actually... It's funny it. because I was in a meeting... It's so funny how a lot of people may think certain things are bits and certain things aren't. <laughs> I was in a big meeting, and maybe Russ probably yep. talked about it on oh, the yeah. air. Tune the up. big tune-up yeah. that mm-hmm. Dubs wasn't invited no. to, by the way. No, no, there wasn't enough seats, buddy. It's like a promo meeting with pizza. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Carlos the janitor. Carlos the janitor was there, uh, you know, taking, giving his side. But we were. I was in there, and Linda Bird kept going on and on to Russ about... It's 8 o'clock. It's prime time. Do we really need Drunky? Uh, pri- I mean, it would kept going. Oh, oh yeah. and That's what ev- I heard. And so I'm I just find like, it hilarious. Me what? too. I'm a big fan of the uh, one-minute comedy. Oh, I think it's fantastic. Um, I, quarter hour of comedy is really what it should be called. Yeah, it's like a nine-minute <laughs> extravaganza. Yeah, of stumbling, bumbling, you don't know, a true life, uh, comedy cum. Yeah. Comedy cum. Comedy cum, exactly. Nine minutes of drunk Uncle Louie yeah. is what it should be called. But uh, So that's all going on. And what's going on with Tuttle, by the way? I don't know. Is something going on with Tuttle? I don't know. Who? Okay, <laughs> th- exactly. He's dead, Dustin. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Does he come on your show, too? No, not anymore. Uh, not no, he hates us now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh. Wasn't there like a beef oh, with the other? Yeah, what? No. yeah, Matt Albert allegedly punched him, uh, uh, even though we have photo yeah. proof. Yeah, Ron Bennington from Runfest says, stop beating up Tuttle. And I go, look at this picture right here. And it, he goes, oh, did you send it to Ron? Yeah, and, he, and then he goes, oh, well, it is a big meaty paw. Uh, now, that is true. <laughs> Um, but nonetheless, so boys, how is everything going? Good, man. Fantastic. It's doing good. We're looking forward for the Hard Rock Show. It'll be fun for you guys to be there and actually broadcasting because you're going to have a ton of drunk ass listeners. A lot of I cannot believe so. Yeah. You really are 6'5. Bateman, let's wrestle. I have my card right here. I'm, Chuck, Chuck, I have Chuck, my heritage card. I'm P15187. Chuck, I want to fight you. Electricity. It says, visit the hideout on the web. What do I get with this? Yeah. Put this in a vote and for then Tiffany. They, then they walk off, <laughs> and they and then they watch the show. Yeah, last year we weren't able to go because we just got here, and there was no real way of us taking a night off on our, what, second or third week? That's right. And right. We, we just weren't able to get down there, and we're right, let me really tell looking you, forward to this Let me tell you year. what I think happened last year. What okay? happened? Because when we very first got down here, it was our first day. You guys are planning everything for last year's anniversary show. Yes. Which was fantastic, by the way. A lot cool. of things have changed. Chunks got into the uh, hardcore match last year. And we That's had all, right. And we hadn't, yeah. been, we hadn't been here very long, and he literally got knocked out. Yeah. And <laughs> he then, had to get on a plane afterwards. That's when he ran away to DC. He right. he skipped out on the show. That's right. He forgot about that <laughs> because he thought, "Oh my God, this is what Florida's going to be. It's been a month, <laughs> and I've been attacked, I've been tased, <laughs> and I got my ass kicked at the Hard Rock in front of thousands of people." He ran home to D.C. and uh, ran us down on the Ron and Fest show like he's Tuttle. <laughs> so, but now uh, now this year, um, some some things have changed. Yeah, oh, yeah. we used to have. Uh, 
we used to have team meetings before the show where we go like, go oh, monsters. We don't do that. That's changed. That's a little different. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Everything else is the same. We've added about, uh, I've added about three new voices. Yeah. And like I've a added a redneck a voice, like a yeah. black guy. Uh, nice. Russ has added three pounds of muscle. Maybe fat. Badass. You know Badass. why? Badass. Monster fuel. Check it Monster out. Fuel. Monster fuel. 65 FM. pounds. Lifted all day long. I'm badass. You know, Hefe's pretty badass. He, you know what? J-Dove's pretty badass. You know, Matt Albert's very badass. You know, Chunks is pretty badass. Hot L's pretty badass. You know, Heretic Card's pretty badass. You know, uh, P1-5187's pretty badass. You know, Bateman's pretty badass. Um, you know, uh, Blackfeet and Daniel. That's a badass off. Here in the Thank you. Thank you. Bateman, that was the ace. Here in the hideout. Monsters in the morning. All right, well, I just wanted to bring you guys in, chat it up. We're very, we're looking for, oh, I was saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. So last year, uh, the Monsters invited us to broadcast live at the anniversary. Yes, they Even did. though we had only been here, it would have only been like less than a month that we were here. Easily. But, but you guys have been so welcoming, and you're like, Hey, let's bring them out. Let's have them meet all of the great monster fans and this, that, and the other. I think management didn't want us to be there. Why not? Because you guys were so adamant about let's bring out the hideout. And then I kept bringing it up. Hey, uh, you know, the monsters said they wanted us out there. Let's do this, that, and the other. Oh, uh, logistically, I don't think that's <laughs> possible. <laughs> no, no, no. This is why I think this happened. And uh, sorry, uh, Catherine and uh, Dan. But then they said, well, I don't know if we can find a place for you to broadcast from. It's going to be so loud. And we've heard the linen room many times over. Well, that's what they said at first. We can put you guys in the linen room. Then I kept asking closer to time about broadcasting. And they were, well, the linen room gets loud and this, that, and the other. Huh. So it it's was a loud linen room. Yeah. yeah. That's what they call and, it. First and, part of the name. And so this, I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're not going to be able to. Chunks can be in the hardcore match, whatever. So then this year we're talking about broadcasting live. Duh. From, you know, the anniversary show. Hey, let's put you guys in the linen room. They already have everything set up. It's not going to be too loud. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be super, super quiet. Yeah. It'll Um, be like doing it from the studio. You guys will have no problem. It's going to be outstanding. It's going to be badass. (laughs) So I'm just thinking, what the hell happened? Uh, They didn't want us there last year. Not the monsters, but I'm talking management. I know for a fact. I wonder what they were afraid of. It was so simple. In fact, the linen room is so quiet. That we need you guys to bring some background noise. Yes. Actually, to make it spicier, because we don't want it to sound dead. You can hear angels' wings flapping. <laughs> here's what I think it was. You can hear a wish. Here's, here's what I think it was. We were still in that 90-day period. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was. Whether or not we get insurance benefits and whether or not they're going to keep us around. Look, uh, they got a Spanish guy in a blood gun. Okay? <laughs> they go in there, start drinking Hennessy and Coronas, and next thing you know, Clear Channel loses their license. I mean, one of these an guys, Italian guy. One of these guys is a loose cannon. There's an Italian and some sort of strange cage fighter. <laughs> so, so uh, cardiac. Yeah. Let's not let's not introduce these guys to everybody because they may not be here. Come July. But uh, nonetheless, thank you to the monsters. Thank you to you guys Glad in particular. Guys well, we want to say thank you to you. It's it's good to have finally nighttime radio here at Real Radio. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and good because you guys are good guys Supportive. and you support us and we support you and we wish you nothing but the best. Well, absolutely. It is the 28th Friday, right? Yes. 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 yes okay. Yes. It is, and that is the Hard Rock Live. It's the Monster Anniversary Show. Gonna be big. Hide out. Be broadcasting live and. We, I guess I can give away the spoiler, 
We will be wrapping up our broadcast, Dubs, just in time to go watch the monsters. Hey, wonderful. Along. So that'll be just a ton- in time for everybody to be real drunk and, and yes. us to finally come out uh, in front of them and have them ravage us. Oh, and be God. nice and drunk because we don't play any of our instruments. Uh, okay. Fantastic. Uh, it's yeah. just a track. Black Bean, Daniel, Monsters in the Morning. Cheers, fantastic boys right there. Thank you very much for hopping in. Dubs, uh, very fun Monday night show. Whose weekend was it? A weekend recap game. I got to tell you about me going to the doctor today mm-hmm. and the words not ruling out cancer being thrown around. Um, also, too, I want to talk about this immigration thing, and I will tell you once and for all what you need to know about immigration. However, we come back with our weekend, uh, well, the headlines. It's the Hideout Headlines game show. We need at least three contestants right now for the Hideout Headlines game show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Again, thank you to uh, the boys from the Monsters in the Morning hopping in here. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll give away some prizes. We'll get caught up on the day's headlines next. It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Monday night in The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Thank you to Blackbean and uh, Daniel from the Monsters for coming in. Love those guys. Budweiser presenting the ninth anniversary show for the Monsters. It's coming up Friday, April 28th. We will be broadcasting live from there as well. Hard Rock Live, Universal City Walk, Doors are 8, shows at 9 Live performances by the Monsters and SBK. Vote on whether or not Tiffany should make uh, should be the new monster chick. Whether Drunky should keep his one minute of comedy segment, and whether or not Tuttle should be allowed to go on the monster cruise. Now the uh... vote no on referendum three. <laughs> <laughs> make a song about it, like we're in uh, Revenge of the Nerds too. Right. <laughs> Uh, I'm ready to pick up an angle. I haven't been this excited to go out of studio since Miss Monster. No, absolutely. Now, I think we are going to be kind of upstairs. Yeah, but I, I, I'm just, I love going to the Monster shows. Yeah, I just want to go hang out with the Monster shows and the uh, Monster fans. Mm-hmm. That'll be a lot of fun on the rest of the Chronics, and I know the Heretics will be out in full effect, too. Time for the Hideout Headlines Game Show, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Complete bedroom sets from eight ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture Market. 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Casterbury, next to the Sam's Club. Give them a holler at 407-332-1314. Giving out prizes, getting caught up on the day's headlines right now. The Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big, big, big. Now here's your host. He's so gay. All right, you heard the categories. Let's roll with it. We will start with Aaron in Melbourne. Aaron, you're first up. Which category would you like to start with? World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange news? Uh, First of all, I just want to say I feel kind of weird listening to you guys with a son. (laughs) You know, we've gotten a lot of that lately. Yeah. Uh, It's really odd to hear some of you guys' humor while the uh, sun's still up. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You're right. Absolutely, we get so much of that. That just means nobody was listening exactly a year ago when we started, Mm Dudes. All right, Aaron, uh, you got to get two out of three correct. Way to to bring that full circle for me. Thank you. (laughs) Appreciate it. (laughs) I'm just saying it's growing, baby. It's growing. Which category you want to go with first? I'll start with world, please. All right, here we go. All right, uh, Aaron, world is true or false. 
The Washington Post is alleging that the U.S. might have started a propaganda campaign to make al-Qaeda leader in Iraq, um, Zarqawi, look more important than he actually is. Is that true or false? I'll go false on that one. You get another chance. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, hold on, Aaron. You still get a couple more chances to be a winner. Now, uh, from my understanding, according to this Post article, Zarqawi... Was kind of a, he he was he doing, was a big deal he was doing stuff over there, but the army was doing a I guess what they call psychop mm-hmm. where they were putting out propaganda mainly to the people there in Iraq about how this guy is starting all the trouble and they've seen that it's actually paid dividend paid dividends because a lot of the quote unquote civil war or the civil war people who are kind of starting stuff over there the Shias and the Sunnis are attacking Sarkawi's people but they say the problem is that with the worldwide just like globalization of information the propaganda stuff that was going on in Iraq which by the way the army does not deny that they were doing Happen. I don't think I don't think it's a bad thing to be doing anyway, but it it, le- it was leaking back over here mm-hmm. that Sarkawi was much more important than he actually really was over there, and then that kind of helped with the whole Al Qaeda Iraq. Because you remember they throw out Zarqawi and Al Qaeda in Iraq like it was again all kind of the same thing. Nine Eleven, this whole not coming right out and directly and saying it. But using all those words in the same sentence, so if you were half-assed listening, you were thinking, all right, Iraq, it's just, it's just Al-Qaeda, word, Zarqawi. It's word association, so right when you think of Iraq, you think of Zarqawi, Al-Qaeda, exactly. Al-Qaeda, Iraq, Zarqawi. It's just, Seven, it's, yeah, Seven, September 11th, the whole thing. I don't want you to be racist with this. Stop. I, mean, there, there I didn't are, mean. There are, there are Asians that work at those places, too, yeah. and fat chicks. All right, Aaron, here's your second chance. This is to stay in the game. National, local, sports, entertainment, or strange? Let's go with uh, entertainment this time. All right, here's entertainment for Aaron to Melbourne. All right, Aaron, entertainment is multiple choice. A Hollywood hairstylist is suing which actress, claiming that she didn't mention his name after it was promised to him at the Golden Globes? Is it A, Scarlett Johansson, B, Bo Derek, C, Melanie Griffith, or D, Kim Basinger? Uh, I have no idea, but I'll go with uh, D. Uh, sorry, Aaron. Who was it? Melanie Griffith. Uh, I guess she got a stylist. And uh, What is this, 1992 and she's relevant again? <laughs> no. Well, Bo Derek was in the uh, question, too. What the hell? <laughs> I want to throw people off, but I guess she got it for her and her daughter. You threw me off. And this uh, hairstylist is claiming that she owes him $26,000. And he's suing him because she said she's, she was going to mention his name on camera while she was on the red carpet for the uh, Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. What, happened pit- to the, what happened to the entertainment story I gave to you? What was that? I gave him one that was much better because it actually had some local ties. I hate you, Chunks. You think This is more important than Disney and ABC deciding that they're going to put out their top shows on the Internet for free. Oh, you know what happened? The link wouldn't come up. On uh, on the internet. Why, why didn't you ask him when he came in? I also sent you the headline that says Disney putting top shows. <laughs> Just explain it all in the title, and then uh, he can't get the whole thing to work. So hey, I gotta have the whole story. <laughs> Google I, it. Put it. In Google the news. Oh my god, dude! Or does that happen to be you're strange? No. <laughs> okay, then I would have felt bad, but now you didn't even ruin that. Oh oh my god! Hey, uh, right, well, milk money was really good, don't you think, Dubs? Wonderful. I, well, I, 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 you know, brag about that movie all the time. I'm like, hey, do you want to sit around and watch Milk Money tonight? 
Working Girl, excellent. Okay, yeah. Enough of the Melanie Griffith stuff. Don't forget too much with Antonio Banderas, her real life husband. But here's the thing. Kill me. What about Miami Rhapsody? <laughs> <laughs> Dubs, I don't know if you saw this, and this is actually something that's very good for Matt Albert. The very next day, ABC is going to put shows like Lost and Desperate Housewives up on the internet. Ooh. You can already get them on iTunes where you can get our wonderful uh, uh, podcast. All right, nice plug. But, nice. but sticking on the story, though. So they are putting it up on the internet. You can skip from chapter to chapter, but you can't run through the commercials. Like, you can't fast forward to the commercials. But it's fair. But it's free. That's fair. Definitely fair. And I know, Matt, sometimes you'll forget to record Lost. Well, I think at midnight they're going to be putting it up anyway, so you can just watch it on the internet. Uh, Leeching off the internet that I give you for free. Uh, (laughs) Let's go to Robbie on 417. You ready, Robbie? Robbie. I will put Robbie on hold. Don't want, he's been on hold for a while. Uh, Gabe in Sanford. You ready, Gabe? Yeah. All right, national, local, sports, or strange? Sports. All right, let's go with sports for uh, Gabe. Sports is true true or false. The Orlando Magic have officially been eliminated from this year's NBA playoffs after a loss to the Miami Heat over the weekend. True. Hold on, Gabe. Uh, you still get another couple of chances. No, that's actually false. Playoff hopes still alive. Wonderful. And they beat the Heat yesterday. Not only do they beat the Heat, they drummed the Heat. And Orlando is playing fantastic. In the last, like, week or two, they've beaten the Heat, they've beaten the Pistons, and they beat my Dallas Mavericks. So they're beating all the top teams in yeah, the league. They, they aren't beating chumps. I mean, you know, they're beating really, really good teams. Although they, good are, sign. they are playing Atlanta today. But, they, you know, they got to win that one. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Yeah, the Braves are pretty good. Uh, it's the Hawks. Uh, Gabe, national, local, or strange to stay in the game? Strange. All right, let's go to strange for Gabe. All right, strange, multiple choice. A pizza joint in Alaska has become very successful after they started doing what with their pizzas? A, freeze-drying them. B, delivering the pizzas by plane. C, hiding a surprise in each one of their pizza boxes. Or D, including a DVD porn with each one of their deliveries. Uh, A. Damn. Damn, sorry, bro. That is incorrect. They're actually delivering their pizzas via the plane. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, out there, a good idea, because they just have those little planes where they can hop around and everything, and you're able to land in open fields. Do you think you get paid more to be a uh, pizza delivery person if you're flying a plane? You wouldn't better. You, wouldn't you feel obligated to tip just a little bit more than you would normally? Oh, yeah, you better tip at least triple. Do you have to have your own plane? I'm sure the the pizza place has a plane. The owner of the pizza place probably had a plane. Yeah, they're right next to an airfield, and they charge. It's pretty cheap, too. $16 for a small cheese, uh, up to 32 for a large specialty. And they'll deliver it like pretty much all around Alaska. So let's say you get $32. You can You can deliver it. How much would you tip on a $32 pizza? Uh, flown to you? Uh, give them straight 50 Damn, I was thinking 40 8 bucks for them flying a plane uh, flying a plane to get you your pizza? Well, it's part of their gimmick. I'm not going to go overboard. <laughs> then don't order the pizza. I'll tell you this. if Two things. If I was a pizza delivery driver or a pilot, I think I'd go ahead and move to Alaska because this is the future. Pizza delivery by air. Actually, there's some good styles of pizza, too, like Polynesian barbecue, I don't care. No Mexican cares. enchilada. Shut up. <laughs> Robbie, one and done, all right? What do you want to go with, national or local? 
National. All right, let's go National. You get this right, you'll be a winner, and we'll go to Bob and Kissimmee to take local. All right, National is true or false. Jeffrey Feger, an attorney best known for defending... Feiger. Is it Feiger? Feiger yeah. time. I, mean, I didn't want to, you know, sound... An attorney best known for defending Jack Kevorkian has decided to file a wrongful death lawsuit against the city of Detroit in the name of a six-year-old boy who was ignored after calling 911, allegedly resulting in his mother's death. Is that true or false? I'm going to go out on a limb and say true. You go. You're a winner. Hold on, Robbie. In fact, in two seconds, we're going to play you. We actually have the 911 call. It's very sad and disturbing. But I want to talk about Jeffrey Feiger for a second All right. and my love for him. Okay. He he ran for governor in Michigan, and his uh, ads for governor were the best uh, ads ever for any kind of person running for office. He would just he was making skits and bits. For every uh, thing he did, like he was uh, doing a whole thing where he was uh, trying to get a debate going, so he did a commercial of him debating a chicken, and <laughs> like an actual chicken just clucking there. I, uh, when I very first got to Michigan for a little while, um, I would work on the show that came on after his mm-hmm. at WXYT in Detroit, and um, he was a very nice guy. He was very crazy. He did a. A talk show. He was a bit of a... Chuck jock. He was over the top. That's why he lost. Yeah. Because he's debating a chicken in his <laughs> commercials. <laughs> I think that's not going to get you too far. Bob, you can send me your left with local, all right? You got it. Here we go. All right, Bob, local's multiple choice. Residents in Seminole County, Florida, are a little worried as what has been seen running around neighborhoods over the weekend. Is it A, a bear? B, a person dressed up as Jesus leaving Bibles in people's mailboxes? See a 300-pound naked girl, or D, a rabid fox? Hey. That's right. You're a winner. Hold on, Bob and Robbie, both winners. They're confused. It was just Matt Albert. Take a break. Take a break. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Hideout. It's the hideout. Stay tuned. Listening to the hideout. All right, we will play you the audio from that 911 call. Of the little boy in Detroit that was trying to get his mom help. We'll play that audio during the island. And then after that, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about immigration. And why more than likely Dubs is wrong on his stance. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1 on a Monday. Monday night, the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Everybody is welcome, all opinions. We all gather in the Hideout to be ourselves and to be somebody. Whenever you call, ladies are first to the front of the line, because chivalry is uh, happy and allowed. When you call in, we encourage you not to use your real name, maybe a nickname, Hideout name. We don't use our real names. Mm-mm. Hefe, Dubs, Matt Albert, Chunks, Tom Alex Bateman. Alex hmm. Yeah, it is that one. <laughs> From Northern Virginia. Uh, so uh, do it up. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Papa Pharrell in Lakeland, you're in the hideout. What's up, Papa? What's up, man? Yo. What you got? I just want to comment on that. You know, when my, when my daughter was little, she was just like watching this uh, 911 show they used to have on. Rescue 911, yes. Yeah, and she, you know, picked up the phone and dialed 911, got an operator, freaked out and hung up. And, man, like five minutes later, the whole yard was covered with cops. And, you know, to my understanding, you know, 911, when that number's punched, it's an emergency, and they should follow up on any call regardless. And, yeah. You know, 
And this little guy, you know, he's lost his mother, you know. He's got to deal with, you know. That, that, and I'm more power to him. I hope he gets all the money. Boy, he don't have to worry about nothing ever again. And I hope this gal gets more than just losing her job. She, she, she hasn't even lost her job yet. No. Right. I hear you, Papa. Thank you, baby. Um, and it's that thing, too. Initially, what I had heard, again, this happened in Detroit, where a little kid, six years old, his mama passes out. He mm-hmm. calls 911. The... Uh, Operator thinks he's running a prank. So she she, uh, she has her own little BS meter right. going, and uh, she it was ringing off for this kid, which I can understand you being skeptical of it because uh, the guy, the kid was so monotone, not really uh, freaking out. Right, uh, you would think, all right, th- this kid's just you know running something here. And, and the things I'm too, the six you know six year old doesn't know probably what's even going on. No, he doesn't know fear really that much. He just knows not. He can't wake up his mom. And okay, I'll call nine one one, and then he calls nine one one and gets braided. I want to play the audio in a second, all right? And just, okay. just uh, I want to play it again because I guess just like here, whenever you call in, it shows your phone number, mm-hmm. and you can hear her being annoyed <laughs> when he calls back. Listen for it in a second. First, though, we'll go to uh, C Style Freddy here in the hideout. Hey. What's up, dude? Hey, how you doing, hideout? All right, buddy. Listen, that lady should be locked in a cell. And repeatedly play this 911 call till her eardrums come out of her ears. You know, and then, you know what? That's actually that would be a horrific punishment to look this kid in the face at the funeral while this plays. She should exactly. definitely have to go to the funeral and just sit there and. Let me Re- tell you, you're supposed to be a trained operator for all this. You know that that lady's a low life. What what happened? What too, it, she's been she's been doing this for many many years. Right. Yeah, but you, people could do a lot of things for many years. But you know what it is? They take these jobs they don't take them serious no more and you know the problem thank you uh c style freddy i think part of the problem too is that and sadly is detroit so you know phone i mean any inner city any inner city the phones are always ringing and i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of give i'm not even gonna give her a real pass at it because i mean you have the the song from public enemy 911 is a joke but I mean, I, I I mentioned this before. I I when I was young did the nine one one thing where I called, you know, and I wasn't in emergency, and they still sent someone out. Then I don't understand where how this lady was so sure that she wouldn't even send someone out to check it out. Well, I think somebody eventually got over there. But all right, play play the play the clip one more time, and again, take notice the second time. And how annoyed she is. Emergency 911, where's the problem? My mom had Where's Mr. Turner at? Right here. Let me speak to him. She's not going to talk. Okay, well, I'm going to send the police to your house and find out what's going on with you. Emergency 911, where's the problem? Right there, did you hear it? Yeah, yeah, she was definitely... What is the problem? So she had to know because of whatever tracking device I'm sure that 911 has. She had to know is the kid calling back, and I don't. She I just sounds so annoyed. I don't understand how it got to the same operator again. It's Detroit. Mm-hmm. You'd think there'd be a lot of operators. Maybe it works on a regional scale where that, I that's got. That's just how Thelma patched it through. <laughs> I guess. Where's the brown up at? Let me speak to her. Let me speak to her before I send the police over there. Huh? Okay, well, you know what? Yeah, she's going to talk to the police, okay? She's going to talk to the police because I'm sending them over there. Good. I don't care. You shouldn't be playing on the phone. 
I put her on the phone before I send the police out there to knock on the door, and you're going to be in trouble. Oh, man. It's That's like, insane. You know what it is? It's like you're calling your aunt, yeah, and your aunt's just yelling at you. <laughs> put your mom on. I'm on the other line. Can she call you right back? No! Put her on the phone. I'm going to send the police over, and you're going to be in trouble. Wait till I get your dad on the phone. Oh, wait. Anna and Ocala, you're in the High Down Road Radio. What's up, Anna? Hi, guys. Hey that there. was actually two separate dispatchers. I heard their union representative on the Abrams Impossible. report today, and she's claiming that they did nothing wrong. <laughs> um, my ex-husband is a police officer, and in the department that he works in, the 911 operators don't have the discretion to not send somebody out. They have to turn that over to an officer. They're not allowed to make this. Hold on. Uh, you're telling me there's two people on the Detroit dispatch oh, well, that actually, are this incompetent? Uh, hold on a second, yeah. though. It, it is. It's the defendants in the suit, two unnamed dispatchers. Uh, it's two unnamed dispatchers, so she's right. It is two different people. It sounds like the same. Uh, you know, uh, here's what's even funnier about that, then. The second person does sound annoyed. So that's even more disturbing that this is the first 911 call coming in to this person, and they sound so incredibly annoyed there. Absolutely. It's, an, it's insane. The operators here have to send. He got called out to an elderly woman's house. She called 911 because her recliner was broken. <laughs> and when he got to the house, he tried to explain to her. He said, ma'am, this isn't an emergency. And she said, it is to me. Oh, so God. he actually had to respond to that call. But, I, I mean, they should respond to all 911 calls. Did he miss her? <laughs> Thank you, Anna. I appreciate I it. I love the taser in the, in the jugular. All right, so apparently the little kid who turned six last month called 911 at about 6 o'clock. Um, then police eventually arrived at the house after the second call, which was placed at 902. Wow. And so the mom was already dead. EMS never came. So the police did, but EMS didn't. So the first call was not even considered being sent out. Second call, they finally did it out of pure, hey. All right, hold on a second. I love Detroit, Dubs. Just briefly for a second, I miss being there. <laughs> so check this out. This is not an isolated incident. It, Jeffrey Feiger also played another phone call. Hopefully we'll have this one for you tomorrow. Maybe we can find it tonight. Of a woman um, he's representing against the Detroit 911 dispatchers. The woman called 911 twice um, in January of uh, 05, saying her husband had, had been shot in the head. The dispatcher did not take her seriously, and EMS arrived only after she called her son in Minnesota, and he called Detroit police 45 minutes after the initial call. Talk about a whole uh, a whole system that doesn't trust their own city. <laughs> that is, that's exactly what it is. If it's someone from out of city... Has to call in and say, hey, there's actually a problem. You might want to go check it out. Oh, dude, Figer's going to be all over the news. It's going to be Good. great. I love that guy. That guy's entertaining. He has a bad haircut, but he's mm-hmm. entertaining. He has a Trump going. He looks like he kind of looks like a clown. Mark in Brooksville, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Mark? Guys, I, I just got to say that this whole thing is just despicable. These people have no idea what they're doing. Most departments are well-trained. They know how to handle it. And mm-hmm. not only that, but most areas that you work in, I, I was a policeman one time for 12 years, and if you call up, dial 911 right now from your phone, and just okay, hang up, if right. you hang up, they will, call, they will come and send somebody to your house. 
If not, they will call and say, is everything okay there? We're going to yeah. send somebody by. That's what I thought. Chunks, why don't you try that from your own phone number? No, I'm just kidding. Not, and, not only that, <laughs> don't do that. No, I know. Not only that, but it's, um, it's just it, unbelievable what a union can do and keep people out of trouble. I mean, I, I, you know, and maybe this is the one point where the union is a little... I tend to be on the side of unions, but I, and I don't even know if the union's involved here. And thank you for the phone call, Mark. Ah, oh, dude, this is heartbreaking. Little Robert. We'll call him Little Rob. The little kid? Mm-hmm. Sat next to Figer. Played quietly with a Spider-Man action figure. He doesn't really understand, still. So. The laces of his black shoes dangling untied under the conference table. <laughs> no mother to tie him. She didn't get a chance to teach him. Mm. Didn't get a chance to teach him the uh, the rabbit going in the hole. Is that how again. you were taught? Mm-hmm. No. I think that's the best Rabbit thing. ears going in the hole. Right. And that kid will never learn it. Mm. He's going to go through his whole life shoeless, Rabbit. wearing sandals. No, please. That kid's going to have gonna Jordans chunks. from now on. Velcro from now on. <laughs> oh, that poor little kid, man. Did you ever call 911 when you were a kid? I didn't. I did. I did. I called like 20 times in a row. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and this showed my the parenting, the great parenting I had. Uh, I went downstairs and I told my dad because they called back one time and I, I hung up on him and I go, I kept calling 911 and now they're calling back and he's like, damn it! <laughs> and instead of ants picking up the phone saying, sorry, my son was just, you know, screwing around on 911 while he was upstairs, he goes, alright, just put the phone off the hook and don't answer for an hour. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Jesus. True story. Chris of Titusville, you're in the hideout of World Radio. What's up, Chris? Hey, great show, guys. Thank you, buddy. Hey, one thing I wanted to add. I got a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. Kids on that talk on the phone talk monotone as it is. Right. So for somebody to say that, you know, they were just joking around, that's ridiculous. A kid, especially in that kind of situation, is going to talk monotone. They're scared to death. He doesn't you know, know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. It's just ridiculous that this woman, you know, and I used to work in the Child Care Association, and, you know, any kind of kid that calls for any kind of help, you help them. I, it's it, a kid. That's what exactly what I, what I would think, too. You don't sit there and threaten them like you're an aunt saying, yeah. uh, I know, I'm going to have, uh, you know, your dad come over when he gets off of work and uh, beat you with a shoe. No, I hear right. you, dude. I mean, every once in a while, you know, you're going you're gonna to try to scare a kid by saying, you know, the police officer takes bad people to jail and so forth, and then we're portraying this to somebody that's calling in 911 for help. That's just ridiculous to me. I, I got you, brother. Thank you. we got to take a quick break, come back. Um, it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Emergency, I have a one word for problem. My mom had Where's Mr. Turner at? Right here. Let me speak to him. She, she not gonna, she not gonna talk. Okay, well I'm gonna send the police to your house and find out what's going on with you. Emergency 911, where is the problem? My mom's passed out. Where's the grown up at? In her room. Let me speak to her. She Let me speak to her before I send the police over there. She not gonna talk. Huh? She not gonna talk. Okay, well, you know what? Yeah, she's going to talk to the police, okay? Mm-hmm. She's going to talk to the police because I'm sending them over there. Oh, I don't care. You shouldn't be playing on the phone. Now put her on the phone before I send the police out there to knock on the door and you're going to be in trouble. Wow. I hope uh, McGruff the crime dog rips their larynx out, just bites him in the throat. That's a 911 call from that six-year-old kid. I'm sure you guys have all heard about it in Detroit. His mom died because 911 didn't believe him. People asking, what did the mom die from? I haven't read that in any of the stories. 
so, wait a second. Oh, hold on a second. Here it is. 46-year-old woman had an enlarged heart. She had passed out. Ooh. Probably would have survived if the help had been sent immediately. What was your joke, Matt? A broken heart. Oh, God. Oh, is that what you were going to write? Yeah. Turns out she actually had a broken heart. It's a hideout, by the way. Real Radio 104.1. It was just too big. John, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Hey, I just wanted to comment. I'm, I'm, from, I'm in Inverness now, and I'm from Indiana. I had a friend that got drunk, ran over a guy on a bicycle, and killed him. He had to pay restitution Fragger. to this guy's family for the rest of his life. Right, 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 right. Now, I'm thinking... What happened? He was drunk and ran over a guy on a bicycle. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> the guy was on a bicycle and he hit him with a car. Oh my God! Should have had flashers. But, but he had to pay restitution for the rest of his life mm-hmm. to the family. Now I'm thinking these two dispatchers ought to be made to support this young kid <laughs> on that salary because the taxpayers shouldn't have to pay for their ignorance. Now, um, I could, uh, I see what you're saying. I think they they will end up paying. In a lot of ways. At some point now, I also know, too, that the city of Detroit, and thank you, John, appreciate it, buddy. The city of Detroit, you can't actually, I saw something in here where you can't actually sue the city. No. Well, you can. They have to allow you to, though. Which The it, city was not named in the lawsuit because state law prohibits it, but the city could would be liable for its employees. Now, I think what will end up happening is... I know a lot of times, too, they're like, you have insurance. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. just the city will hold off insurance in certain cases. You know, certain ca- a wrongful death, this, that, and the other. And I'm sure that's where this money will come from, because a lot of times cities set this apart just in case. Um, Brian. Brian, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Why don't you just give him one of those burned-down houses in the middle of the city? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Oh, hey, is this 911? No. This isn't 911. Oh, I have an emergency. What's your emergency? My bong is empty. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> Can we talk to your mom? Is she there? <laughs> yeah, she's high on the couch next to him. Great Can family she, I got there. Can she talk? Minute too late, oh, man. she's coming to us. <laughs> minute too late, man. You're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Uh, yeah, this is Minute Too Late, man. I am a police officer in Detroit, mm-hmm. um, and I'm arriving on the scene as we speak. You are. Like there's anyone in you're the a week too late, man. You're, you're like a month <laughs> too late, man. That's messed up. <laughs> wow. Good to see, good to see uh, you guys care. Uh, broken heart jokes. <laughs> By the way. Uh, off the record, I love it. Keep it up. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. We're back on the record now. Uh, Darkness, you are now in the hideout. What's up, Darkness? What's up? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, uh, I don't know what kind of protocols they have, but we have it. If I uh, have a nine one one hang up, mm-hmm. they automatically send cops and puts an ambulance on standby. But if it's like what the kid was doing, they automatically send cops. Truck, fire trucks and ambulances right away. All right, so, so if there's a kid calling, and even if they don't really know what the problem is yet, they send all that stuff. Yes. All right, so. County. And that, that's up in Virginia, right? Yeah. All right, so in Virginia they have it. I wonder what it is here locally, Dubs. I, I wonder what the protocol uh, is right here. It has, be, has to be better than Detroit's. I, and that's I can't thing. understand what's going on there. Thank you, Darkness. And all right, 5,000. 5,000. 5, that's part of the thing, too, with. Just that awful city. 
It really is just a hole of holes. And people are so proud to be from Detroit, and it's like... No, they're proud to get out of there. They're proud to make something out of themselves from being there. That's what they're proud of. But it's like our buddy Shafee, who's so proud of Detroit and Michigan and never wants to leave and this, that, and the other. And first of all, you're not from Detroit. You're from Novi. You're from Livonia. Yeah, Livonia. Because that's the thing. Lavo- no- Livonia, the, literally, the whitest city in the world. Yeah. So you're not actually from Detroit. A lot of people, too, you know, I'm from D.C. or I'm from Dallas. You're not actually from the city proper more than you're likely. From I'm from D.C., though. So you're from, you're from Falls Church. What? Yeah. It was Arlington, by the way. In D.C. I thought it was McLean. No. I'm sorry. Actually, that is a rich area, so Sam from there. I, that was the exit I always got off on to go to your place. Big Hands, you're in the hideout. What's up, Big Hands? Big hey, man. I'm just heartbroken. I want to know how long was the child alone before the uh, cops came? All right, here's what Three it was. hours at least. At the very least, he called 911 for the first time at 5.59, okay? Oh, wow. Hey, do you think the child got hungry and reached into his mom's dead Bra and grab some teeth and drink. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he started eating her eyes like what a cat. What the hell, man? What the hell? <laughs> it was only three hours. I don't think he went to cannibalism. <laughs> Maybe, and Maybe the reason she passed out because he sucked the breath out of her like a baby. <laughs> Turns off his mic. He forgets that mine's off so he can laugh so loud. Yeah, his back on. He's so proud of himself. I guess the movie Sleepwalkers. <laughs> I love cat humor. Mm. John in Orlando, you heartless bastard. They heard him scratching at the door when they arrived. What's up, John? <laughs> Stop! Come on! It's poor taste. Poor taste. Just hurry. Stop! Seriously. John. Go ahead, John. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Love the show. Thanks. Hey, I just wanted I'm to ashamed. Add I'm not going to lie. I'm ashamed right now. <laughs> I just wanted to add something to, to what you guys are talking about, about protocol with 911. My best friend works for 911 in Orlando. Mm-hmm. They automatically, if you have a 911 hang-up, they automatically send a unit right away, and they do a call back. No matter if the person answers and says, you know, there's there's not a problem or whatever, they automatically send a unit to your house. Okay, so at least that's good to know that here in Orlando that's going to happen. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Appreciate it. I did a call and a hang-up in Frederick, and they never came. No? Nah. But you you kind of live in a little neighborhood that they call it Little Detroit. <laughs> yeah, when I did it, I did like 20, and I just sat there, and the, the woman kept going, How old Hello? are you? I don't know, like 15. 18 or something. <laughs> it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Monday night, the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hideout door prize blowout on the way. Great prizes. It's a weekend recap game. Whose weekend was it? Pretty eventful weekend. It's going to be a good one filled with stories. By Curious BJ Dubs, his cousin, is uh, en route right now from Michigan. Yes, he's on. He's in the air right now. We'll chat with him in just a little bit. We're about to talk immigration. Uh, Chunks, you had something? Yeah, man. Um, I'm just kind of hungry. All of us are kind of hungry back here. Okay. And, uh, mm-hmm. I was just wondering if anyone could call up with any of that cool local places or anything good where we could get some food delivered. You're here. begging for food, huh? Yes. Well, we're going to pay for it. I do it huh. off the air, though. I mean, because I went to a place on 1792 today. I think um, I think it's called like Southside Grill and something. Was it a sandwich place and everything? Kind of like as a, a whole buffet? Yes. I went there. I don't want to run the place down. It just opened. 
worst service ever. Everybody in there was pissed. Everybody was asking for like their money back and everything. Oh, I was gonna say I went today and it was fantastic. The food was terrific. Yeah. It just took so long to get it and uh, everybody's getting the wrong orders. When and did you go? I went yesterday. I, I actually went today after I went to the doctor. Get the hell out of here, really? Yeah. I heard they got a whole new staff overnight. <laughs> they they better. Well, you know, it was funny because I noticed there were some issues, just like with any place. It's just now opening up. Mm-hmm. But the food was great. The food was terrific. And the great thing is, like, it's like uh, a whole buffet-type thing going on there, mm. but really good food, yeah, like no. a really good deli-type food. Now, that's what I was thinking. It was like, this is a deli. This is a place that I would find in, like, D.C. or New York, one of those, you know, little hole in the walls, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. I can't believe you went there. <laughs> That's crazy. Because it's like, it's not even anywhere near my place. I no, just, I know. I, I was driving back from someplace, and I saw it there, and I was really hungry, so me and my chick stopped there. I'm into trying a whole new thing, too. So that's why we want a little known pizza place, like in the neighborhood, if you got that. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Love the food, hated the service. But they, it I was hope, better today. They, you know what's funny? I think they learned from yesterday because they were very attentive today. Yeah. Like over attentive. And like uh, she was like, this is so, like our, our waitress type person just brought the food out to you. She didn't really take your order or anything. You leave her up front. But uh, she was just apologetic and she was saying how annoying it was right now and everything because no one knew anything. I, I figured that I would give it another chance in a month right. when they actually have their, their staff together. Oh, that is too funny. <laughs> All right. Well, that's crazy. We both went to the same place that just opened. That is literally it's nowhere n- near either one of us. No, it's just completely way out. Um, 1792, right? Yep, 1792, yep. north of uh, 436, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, between 436 and 434. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, Dubs. We haven't really talked about it much, Mm-mm. if at all. It's been a huge issue, too. Immigration. Uh... Right now, the poll, according to the AP, is that immigration is a growing public concern. It's uh, an issue near the top of most Americans' worries. What are they worried about? So they're worried, more. they're more than likely, uh, Americans are to mention immigration with the economy and also the war in Iraq. Only thing I'm worried about with immigration, are they part of MS-13? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I I I plead my ignorance with everyone I look at. I and I assume the worst. I assume MS13 with all of them. Um, one sitting right next to me. Notice no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the efforts by the Senate to pass the sweeping legislation has—it's really been put out there. Uh, it's like on the forefront as far as you know the concerns. All right, here's the thing with immigration. First of all, the reason this is being brought about now, it is an election year. Mm-hmm. This is a this is one of those hot button issues, like abortion, or gay marriage, or anything else. This is something we would call making the phones pop. Exactly. Where do you stand on it? That's almost why we've stayed away from it because it's a hollow issue. Mm-hmm. And here's the reason why it's a hollow issue. First of all. And this is some of the stuff that's actually being thrown out there by people who happen to run this country. By the way, you're... Uh, yeah, I just found out. <laughs> um, they want to build a wall. They want to build like a <laughs> seven, work. a 700-mile wall along the border that essentially, if you take it away, because most of us have never been to the Southwest, that's like building a wall from, I don't know, Chicago to D.C. I think from the... 
from the monument to the Sears Tower. They want to build a wall that long to keep uh, Mexicans out. All right? That's number one. That is asinine and is stupid and it solves nothing. Walls don't do any good. And, and it's unrealistic when you think about it, okay? Secondly, I wonder who will be building those walls. <laughs> yeah. Come over and build the wall. Then go right back. Secondly. Just build it from this side. Do not. Yeah. All the masonry, hope that happens over there. All the support. Just... Employers are more to blame than the workers. It is the system that we have set up here in America. It is capitalism. Mm-hmm. That it, it is your system. It is the system you love. These workers will work cheaply, and because companies are more concerned with their shareholders than the community, than the rest of Americans, they will hire these workers at lower wages, uh, freezing out jobs for other Americans, because essentially that's the nature of business. It's not the workers' fault because they want to work. It's the employer's fault. Because they will hire the people. That's why I have no problem with immigration, really. Uh, it's because when, when, uh, like, when they come over and take a job that the employer, the, the employer's out there to make money, not to, uh, make sure that you are living a great life. Uh, and that's the, the whole system is, uh, whoever can make the most money. Now, that's why I usually don't fall on the side of, uh, of the unions. Because, if someone is willing to do that that job for a dollar less an hour, who are you to say that this guy can't hire this guy? Well, no, that's what, I mean that's but that's capitalism. Mm-hmm. That's the way the system is set up. There's no you know, capitalism doesn't care about Americans. It cares about green. It cares about dollars. Now I'm going to bring up a reason why you should be pissed over immigration. Well, let me let me get my final points out and then I'll let you bring it up. All right. Uh, thirdly. None of this will ever get solved until Mexico gets its act together, okay? So until Mexico can provide, or not even Mexico, because people from South America, other that other than Mexico, will come up through the border. Where? Mexico, unless it gets its act, its act together, and provides uh, an, an environment and an economy where Mexicans feel that they can live and raise their families then they're conti- they're going to find another way to get over here. All right? Another thing that pisses me off, and I see it a lot right now, too. I see it a ton right now with the self-hating Latinos, and it pisses me off. And a lot Carlos of them, Mencia? A lot of them are just <laughs> like me. I hate that son of a bitch. <laughs> a lot of them are just like me. Technically, first generation... All right, mm-hmm. but usually they are the grandchildren of immigrants. All right, the immigrants come over. Okay, usually they'll try to bring their sons and daughters with them. Depends. All right, uh, if they have sons and daughters, <laughs> the sons and daughters will know Spanish and English because a they go to school, you know, and they learn at school, but also they have to talk to their immigrant parents. Mm-hmm. The third generation, me, knows no Spanish. Can't communicate with our grandparents, as I found out when I went back uh, and buried my grandfather. But this generation tends to be self-hating and hating its culture and not wanting others to come over and reap the benefits that their family has reaped. It is a crazy thing, and you see it 
over and over. And you don't just see it with Mexicans. You see it, too, with, like, Irish descendants and, um, like, I don't even know if you see it from, like, true African descendants or not. Not not black folks who were brought over here uh, against their will, but Africans who have made their way over looking for a better life. Although that's an interesting dynamic, too, how a lot of times Africans yeah, will, hate us. will hate American blacks. Yeah. Now, my thing is, and this is where I... I disagree with you on the, and you would probably know better than me about this, but when I look at the Mexican people, and you said they, they are self-hating, but they seem very prideful. As a white guy looking into the Mexican people, they look very prideful. They look like they love their country. It's the first one. The first ones to come over here do. And why you should be upset is because immigration isn't going to ruin America. It's going to ruin Mexico. What's going to happen is all the all the ambitious people in Mexico are coming over here because they want to make a better life for themselves. They want to live in a country that can help them. Instead, they and I I don't blame them at all. I would too, but that I think is going to end up ruining the country because you're losing your prime workers. You're losing your prime people who actually want to make a better life. I would agree with that partly. A there are a lot of us. <laughs> So losing even 10 to 12 million won't hurt a whole lot. But it's 10 to 12 million of the good ones. But that's not what? <laughs> no, it's like that's, any culture. No. There's good ones and bad ones. But that's not true either. That's not true either because affluent Mexicans aren't rushing over here. And if they do, they're coming over legally, A, because a lot of times they have the, the financial means to. And then B, the people who have jobs in Mexico and are able to live aren't fleeing here to America to support themselves. If you're able to live, you want to live there, all right? You want to keep your family in Mexico, despite despite what we here in America think, that everyone wants to be over here. That's not true. That's Why not, wouldn't they? That's yeah. not going on. There's nice weather, wonderful people. They not have so many Mexicans. <laughs> there's a place there's a place where you can go to get away from all that. All right, now, <laughs> now that I've let you in on what the real story is on immigration... We'll take your phone calls. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Mike on 95, you're first up in the hideout. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's up, dude? Um, okay, I'm not against anybody in this world. Everybody should have the liberty to uh, free life and to make their life better for them and their family. But the thing is, here in America, we want something from them and they want something from us. The people who are eligible or able, let's put them in the military. Let them help us serve in the military for a few years and earn their citizenship. I, when they get out, they become they become citizens. Here's where the fault in that logic is. Although I don't disagree, okay. I, don't, I don't disagree with you. Okay. Um, it seems like a pretty good thing, and I bet most of them would be willing. And you see a lot of people who already volunteer. In fact, you've heard even some stories of people who aren't even complete citizens yet. Mm-hmm. I think going over and fighting. Here's the problem. We don't make our American we don't make American citizens uh, do any sort of civil service. You know what I mean? Like if you're an American now, you're not told, "Hey, you need to go serve in the military." And I almost feel like it's somewhat hypocritical. Like we're not setting the standards ourselves as Americans to go and either fight for our country or do something like the Peace Corps, where you're helping. You know, I I just feel like that's almost hypocritical. How about instead of forcible military entry on their way in, mm-hmm. how about you give them a better perk or something, you know, that they can, you know, really grab onto after they get out 
uh, they'll make their life better for going in. It would kind of, exactly. you know, kind of sweeten the pot a little bit, and maybe we would get more of that and more, you know, of a uh, working relationship. And I think those are all things that are good, but it's not going to be one just thing. And thank you for the phone call, Mike. It's not going to be one thing that's going to fix this. There are a lot of issues going on here. You know, A, and again, look at it all. You know, don't fall for the sound bites, but A, Look at Mexico and what's going on in Mexico. And if you can't make a living there. Soccer? Yes, and baseball, too. We beat you guys. Mariachi shooting people. Then you come over here with our guitar cases. Mm -hmm. Then you come over here, you know, and employers are willing to hire you for cheap wages. And, you know, it's just, it's not an easy fix, but it's something that we need to talk about. All right, K-Mike says, the Mexicans come here and do the jobs white folks don't want to do. Gardening, farming, big, big mouth nighttime radio hosts. <laughs> yes, these are some. These are some that white folks can't do. By the way, just like my Mexican brethren, uh, I'm working on the cheap. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, come on, let's do it. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I know it's a theme uh, bumper, but we should be using this one a lot. I love this song. Why? You don't like... Zeppelin, the immigrant song? I I went through my Zeppelin phase in high school, and it just burned me so far out. Not since he joined the uh, fire department. 407-916-1041, 888 anymore. All right, let's do this. Let's solve the immigration issue. All of us here in the hideout. It's diverse. I'm Latino. Dubs is white. Matt's black and <laughs> Kind of. He's black, but white acting. He really is. Loves Lincoln Park. Um, let's go to Mark in the car. No, no black man should worship Mike Shinoda. Uh, that's true. Go ahead, Mark. All right, well, I mean, you got to think about the, uh, the good aspects of it. I mean, all these guys are using illegal documentation with the last name Rodriguez and the same Social Security numbers. Think about it when tax time comes around. They're not claiming it. It goes right back into the government's melting pot. All the Social Security that we get the benefit from it when we can get the aids to collect, and they don't you get still the believe we will. Yeah, well, first, yeah, you still think there's going to be money for you and me, Mark. Uh, oh, there's, there's going to be no money for us, but our parents. <laughs> no, I hear you. And, I mean, that's an interesting point, too. I mean, these people are putting in. Mm -hmm. They may not be paying income taxes a lot of times. They're paying the sales tax. They're buying things. And I, I love when people say well, they're committing crimes. No. They're probably a lot. They're probably... Uh, very law-abiding because they don't want to get shipped back. Hey, I brought it up earlier, and I'll bring it up again, MS-13. And I'll I'll keep that little thing right up there for you. I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of it. No. I don't have a problem with them because I don't want to get shot. <laughs> Josh on the Palm Coast here in the hideout. What's up, Josh? Hey, man, what's going on, Hefe? Go ahead, dude. Man, I love the show. Thank you. Uh, I got a buddy of mine that was in the, or still is in the military. Uh, he's half white, half Hispanic. Greatest friend I've ever had in my life. We grew up together. Despite and, it all? Uh, yeah, just, <laughs> despite the Spanish surname. Despite his shortcomings. Right. Despite his handicap. <laughs> right. Uh, it's like, yeah, my best friend's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Right. He can do everything that we can do. <laughs> Pretty much, like, after he hit the military, you know, I mean, we, we still talk and everything, but ever since he hit the military, you know, he's got this, you know, real gung-ho attitude, 
He don't want to talk to anybody he grew up with. And, you know, uh, yeah. I know I was right. listening to the show a little bit ago, and it was all about the, you know, the the immigrants coming over. you got to serve in the military. Yeah, I don't give you. And I don't know if that necessarily flies, and thanks, Josh. I, I, I don't think it would be a bad idea to maybe give a little perk there. I don't I, I you definitely wouldn't solve anything. I just but don't, I think it might be a good uh I just don't understand how you're gonna blame the people who wanna come over here and work and make a better life. Because if the employers here weren't hiring them, they wouldn't come over. Yeah, why don't you if it, Mexi- if Mexico had his act together, you know, they wouldn't be coming over. It's funny, it's kinda of like you come home and find your wife banging some guy and you get mad at the guy. When it's your wife that you should be pissed at. Well, if he didn't have such delicious lips, she wouldn't be tempted. Out- delicious out- chocolate Latino lips. Outstanding point. Once again, sexualizing uh, Latinos and a bubble butt. <laughs> we are the uh, we are your sexual gardener, banging your wine. Is that like a pube thing? <laughs> Walt. Manscaping. On the way, yeah, on the way to the airport. What's up, Walt? Hey, man, I'm I'm doing great. Listen, MS13. Never heard of mostly- it. Yeah, well, exactly, but just, just so dubs will know, it's mostly it's Honduras mo- Yeah, it's Colombia. mostly from yeah. very South America, I know. Yeah. But the, okay, yeah, I, I'm making a whole, they look the same to me, Joe. Never heard of it. Hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I, I, I personally happen to think that the majority of the immigrants are doing jobs Americans are just too lazy to do. I was interesting, I was listening to one of the news stations the other day, and and a guy called in and said that, that Mexican immigrants were taking jobs from job opportunities from American teenagers. When's the last time you met an American teenager who was looking forward to a job picking tomatoes or watermelons all summer or doing roofing? And here's the other yeah, thing. Matt. Here's the other thing about that too, Walt. You, you you go around like Central Florida now. If you go on for, like 436, for example, Walt, you can see now hiring. Everywhere, yes. Bed Bath and Beyond, Dillard's, Macy's, this uh, grill that Dubs and I accidentally both went to on consecutive days. At, there are a lot of teenage quote unquote jobs, so that's uh, that's crap. Like you're saying, dude, I appreciate the phone call. It's not, you know, it's not even. It's not even close to being it. Oh, and trust me, uh, we're gonna have a little talk. Some things going on. You're gonna need to get employed soon. Um, hate to break it to you on the air. Uh, Joel in Dade City, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. What's up, Joel? Hey, guys. Uh, good show. Thank um, you. I think the biggest problem is the uh, employers uh, that are hiring them, they had to find the crap out of those guys and, and force them to pay higher wages. And if they would do that, the immigrants wouldn't have the advantage uh, and getting the jobs, and, and there'd be no more talk about it. And you know what, Joel? You bring up a great point, too, in that if they actually paid workable wages, mm-hmm. Americans would want these jobs if there were workable wages if and there were, live off and there were health care benefits. But here's the problem, and I'm not going to label one specific party, but both Democrats and especially Republicans, because Republicans happen to be the party of business. Uh, that's just a fact. They are not, it's not in their interest um, to find the employers and to crack down on the employers because, again, that's not good for business. That's not. Well, that's right because they're just playing, they're playing lip service to everybody like they're doing something and they're not. Joel, you hit it right on the head, my friend. Thank you. So, 
There you go. I, that That's what bothers me the most. People never want to look in their own house and see what, what the problems are. They always want to blame it on something externally. Instead of looking at what's what the problems are right here and uh, blaming it on that instead of blaming on people that are just trying to here's, here's the, m- make better. No, here's the problem. Here are the, pro- here are the biggest problems in America. I'll tell you right now. And if you disagree, I wholeheartedly encourage you to call. A, no one has health care. Mm-hmm. And the health the fact that we don't have some sort of health care system, even if we look toward Massachusetts where they got a little bit of both, they got uh, private health care subsidized with public funds so that everyone in Massachusetts can have health care. That is a big issue because that ends up being a big sticking point for the unions. All right? And then the unions end up costing the company money with pensions and this, that, and the other. But if people could have access to health care, that would help on one hand. The other hand, too, is that corporations have no accountability when it comes to you and me. They are, they are beholden to no one but the people who own stock. And that's it. And they don't, you know... To be honest, Clear Channel doesn't know anything to the community. General Motors doesn't owe anything to Lint, uh, Flint or Lansing, no. where they're pulling out of and they're destroying communities. They don't owe anything there. Some of them do good. No, absolutely. Some of them are out there doing stuff and helping out the community, but they are not required. And that's where the problem is. And I'm not saying we do away with capitalism. I'm saying we take a serious look at it all, because that's where your issues are. That's what's affecting you and me, and it's going to affect our kids. It's it's part of the reason why you can't retire. Dude, I have no... I'm going to work until I die. Yeah, which, I have no thoughts for retirement. By the way, which, according to uh, my doctor, could be soon. And I'll tell you about that in a second. Travis, the Metro West, you're in the hideout. What's up, Travis? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, dude. All right, here's the problem. Uh, the problem is not in the United States. It's the Mexican economic policy, okay? Let me ask you this. What are the two biggest industries in Mexico? Chiclets and tequila. Ah, close, close, close. Oh, it's, it's the uh, oil and gas industry, okay? Mm-hmm. They got one of the world's largest uh, reservoirs of natural gas. With the high prices and everything, the Mexican government... Yeah, I've had their food before. It really does that uh, They're not allowing economic growth. They're not privatizing the oil and gas industry. And what happens is there's no jobs in Mexico. And really what the Mexican people in the United States should be doing, instead of protesting the United States, they should be protesting the Mexican government and their their restrictive economic policies that, that just don't allow job growth in Mexico. And, and he, I, you know, I can't blame the guys for coming over to the United States. You know, I think we would all do the same. There's just there's just no jobs. There's no hope. And, that's, and dude, I, that's exactly what I was saying. And Travis uh, helped give a little, you know, point there. But a uh, little backup to my uh, statement. Thank you, Travis. But again, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start taking people's uh, comments that I agree with. I was saying that before, and uh, I'm glad you agree. Dude, that's what that's what all these guys do. That's what Hannity does. That's what Limbaugh does. They hear a guy with a good point and be like, yeah, I said that earlier when you weren't listening. Yeah, you must have just tuned in. I did cover that. 
I already, about 20 minutes ago, maybe more, maybe less. I, I already know. already gave those facts. It's the Hideout <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. Here we go again, another legislative deal. This time it was the immigration bill that has collapsed. But as senators ran for the door in another two-week vacation, they promised to try to work something out when they got back to town. How many times on how many issues have we heard that? What happened in the Senate last week wasn't about immigration. It was about what's gone wrong with Congress, which can't do much of anything anymore. Here is the main reason. Our elected officials have lost the ability to compromise. In order to raise the money needed to get elected, they have to sign off with so many special interest groups before they get to Washington that their positions are set in stone long before they arrive at the Capitol. You don't get special interest money by promising to give the special interest ideas a fair hearing and your best judgment. You get the money by promising to take their side come hell or high water. So most of the debate is just time-wasting talk. No one's mind has changed. Congress just nibbles around the edges of most issues and nothing of significance gets done. Tomorrow, millions of people across America will take to the streets to demand immigration reform. But don't expect Congress to do much on immigration. Don't expect it to do much on anything. Our political system is so badly broken, there's no longer very much that Congress can do. Thank you, Skeletor. Hey, well said, Schieffer. <laughs> Face the nation. Poor guy, he's got the shakes too. If you I watch recognize him. him when he's not on David Letterman's show behind the keyboard. <laughs> That's Schaefer. That's different. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Sounds the same. Heather and I four, real fast. You're in the hideout. What's up, Heather? You gotta break the medical thing down into three parts. It's the hospitals, and it's the um, ins- insurance companies, and it's the drug companies. I'm a registered nurse, and I see it every day. What do you the see? Ins- I'm sorry? No, go ahead. What do you see? Tell us what you see. Uh, the uh, the insurance companies are making judgments for the doctors on whether patients should stay in the hospital or not mm-hmm. and what medications they can have or not based on what the price is and the cost. And I wonder what they think most of the time. Yeah, I know, right? And they're kicking people out before they're cured so they come back sicker and have to stay again and stay longer. Mm-hmm. And then you got the hospitals who try to cut costs wherever they can and put in generic things and make more decisions for doctors. Oh, well, but but generics are just as good. Haven't you seen the commercials? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you what. I know from experience, the Vicodin isn't as good. <laughs> the generic Vicodin has nothing on the real stuff. Hey, you know, I've actually I've noticed this, and I guess because I never really watched the show before, but ER... The show mm-hmm. shows a lot of that where I guess the doctors are battling with the um, with the insurance companies and on what could be best for the patients. And I've always talked about it too, Heather, and I'm sure you see it a lot of these these uh, drug company guys coming in pimping their stuff, you know, bringing in their notepads and their, their pens, their goodies. They can't do it anymore. Oh, they, they, they can't give the tchotchkes anymore? They can't give you anything anymore. All right, that's they fantastic. Can't even bring can- they can't even bring candy in anymore. Oh, that's fantastic then. All right, thank you, Heather. I appreciate it, sweetie. Well, that's just for diabetes. 407-916-1041. For some reason, they're trying to sell a diabetes uh, drug in there, bringing in a candy cane. Here's what's funny. All right, so they're cracking down on the uh, doctors and the nurses mm-hmm. with the drunk companies bringing in their stuff. They're cracking down on radio with the payola, plugola, all that kind of stuff. By the way, we game, PCF. Uh, <laughs> they still aren't cracking down on Congress, where the major issue is. 
Phil, on your way to Kissimmee, you're in the hideout. What's up, Phil? Hi, how are you tonight? All right. Well, the reason I called is shortly after World War II, see, we changed from a national economy to a global economy. Mm -hmm. I I remember. I worked for 20 years for the union. And multinational conglomerates are in the back pockets to all the politicians. Yep. And what happens is, like large companies, American Express Company, you think it's an American company? 75% of its employees live out of the country. Call your cell service and get its customer service. You'll get a person from Middle Europe someplace or Middle Asia. Right. Because the money made out of the country stays out of the country, and our economy will never be regenerated, whether it's people from another country working in our country or people or companies from our country Mm -hmm. working in another country. Well, I mean, those are all the points I just brought up, and thank you very much for your call. I appreciate it. (laughs) Phil, you you brought up great points. I appreciate it. Yeah, all the ones I brought up. Uh, (laughs) 407-916-1041. You can't just take credit for other people's ideas. Why? (sighs) He made them like minutes ago. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, heard. Phil, you can't do that. You have to at least credit me. No. T- Be original. <laughs> to quote 311, come original. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, now, so again, another reason you're proving you're not uh, you're not black. You're quoting 311. <laughs> who quotes 311? ADHD will, that's who. Amber's the color of your energy. All right, Dubs, we're talking about what are the big dangers mm-hmm. facing America. I mean, these are the issues that Americans need to be worried about. Not... Um, not immigration, but here is what you and your children should be worried about when it comes to America, Dubs. What's that? Gays in their movies. Damn, broke back. Been telling people it's going to be the downfall of all of us. It's the gays in their movies that are striking at America. It's homo Armageddon. Top Gun. Let me tell you another one. <laughs> another thing. Stupid gay movies. Striking at America, Dubs, at our very core. That's using Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Again, America under attack. I blame on the gays. Down with Hanukkah. Is that what you're trying to say? Look, that's racist. It's not just those two things. Oh, Kwanzaa. Yeah. It's also in our pastime. Steroids in baseball. Yeah. That is one of the big dangers facing America. You know why? Is that part of immigration? Hold on. Dominican Republic, man. A little, little bit. A little bit. We did beat you guys in baseball. Black congresswomen attacking Capitol Police. That is what is attacking America at its very fiber and core. I am bothered about that. Yeah, why be racist? MySpace.com, another danger to America. I, oh, by the way, everybody add me. I'm almost to 1,000 friends. You've been to almost 1,000 for like a I month. I know. <laughs> Just inching towards it. And finally, J-Dubs, another thing, a big danger facing America. Shock jock. Shock jock. Shock jock. Shock jocks. <laughs> and what it is that we say. Those are the real dangers in the United States of America. You know why I know those are the real dangers? Why? That's what cable news tells me. Cable news says gays in their movies, happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas, steroids in baseball, black congresswomen and Capitol Police, MySpace.com and Shock Jocks. Those are the things attacking America. Those are the dangers to America. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> By the way, I just wanted to bring this up real quick about gays in their movies. 
uh, and we don't have to stick on this very long, but uh, I guess Brokeback was shown in a prison. Oh, God. And uh, people are very upset about that, like the, the prison is. Not because of, uh, I guess, the, the gayness of it, but just the uh, overall sexual content of Brokeback. All right, so Brokeback Mountain was played in prison. Yes, it was played in prison, and uh, one of the guards is being reprimanded for showing it in prison. And uh, now they are, uh, I don't know if the guy got fired yet, but it was uh, showed in prison, and now they are really upset about it. All right, this was in Massachusetts. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> Taxachusetts. Uh, um... Uh, do you think that showing Brokeback in prison is kind of like showing a dog a bone? Or Matt Albert a golden corral? Dr. X in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dr. X? What's up, guys? I agree with you, Jefe, on what's making America wrong. I've been having this plan ever since I was around 17. Um, invite every single homosexual to a fabulous, you know, quote-unquote, fabulous vacation on our island and then nuke them. Oh, come on. <laughs> Obviously, someone didn't pick up on the satire. No. That was satire? King dude. It's like when you send pr- uh, criminals things in the mail, like you've won a new boat, come here to claim it, and then just yeah. lock them all in the room and take them to prison. It's awful. You think showing broke back to prisoners is kind of like showing Shook Knight someone he thinks owes him money? Yeah, you just can't resist it. You just, know it's just going to be angry gay sex afterwards. Just salivating to hold them over a... Uh, or maybe like showing Eminem a bad relationship for him to get into. What the hell is that dude doing? <laughs> Getting divorced again to the same chick. Two months later. How about learning? I think showing a prisoner's backpack, uh, brought back, broke back. <laughs> it's like showing Canyon a Bateman nude. <laughs> showing Strom Thurmond a black woman. Showing Larry the Cable Guy a bad joke. <laughs> Show- he'll, he'll use it. <laughs> Showing Paris Hilton a video camera. Showing you a Walmart bathroom. Hmm. Reminds me. You got somewhere to be, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. 407-916-1041. I wish I know how to quit you. 888 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Do you want me to tell you about my doctor's appointment next? Definitely. That'll lead in well to whose weekend was it? Giveaway prizes also in a second, too. Something about cancer. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Monday night, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up in less than five minutes, your chance to win some more prizes with the Hideout Door Prize Blowout in our weekend recap game. Whose weekend was it? Here's the numbers for you. 407-916-1041, 888 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. In fact, I'll give you the first question to ponder. Over the weekend, this Hideout member reformatted his computer's hard drive. Whose weekend was it? Hefe Dubs, Babin, or Chunks? Think about it. Five minutes. Call in. We'll uh, run through the game. Destro. What up, what up, fellas? Long time. Where you been hiding? Uh, I've been working. I've been real busy, man. Ah, uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but this is my question, though. Is, is Brokeback Mountain, is that out on DVD yet? No. It's okay, not? So my, no, I think it is. Is, is it? My, no. Came my out question this is, is the guy being reprimanded Tomorrow. for having a bootleg of the movie, huh. or, is it, or is it for showing it? No, I think it's for showing it. I think the story in this guy was the reason they didn't like it being shown in Massachusetts was because 
um, they said it wasn't really they, well, appropriate for the prison setting. Well, you, okay. you are. Wouldn't I get in trouble for having a bootleg copy of a DVD if they found out that I have one? Wouldn't I be in trouble? I think it came out this week. Or I think it comes out tomorrow. Or, le or last week. Oh, I don't know. That's a good point, too, Destro. Hey, by the All way, right, well, speaking of bootlegs, where my hey, where my hey, shoot? Hey. <laughs> All right, I'm just wondering. You know what I'm going right. to say. Yeah, I know. All right. But all right, fellas, I'll holler at y'all later. Ten and a half. See you. All right, see you. <laughs> that was 5,000. <laughs> it is 5,000. It's a different. It's, mm. it's black lingo. Me, Matt, and uh, Destro are in. You, you I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Because <laughs> he's white. <laughs> That's right. He quoted 311 earlier. Hey, Dubs. Uh, we now, don't Steve's going to quote Molly Ringwald. <laughs> uh, Bring we... my panties back. Don't tip me. <laughs> Dubs, we don't do this too often. Here's a little email. Mm -hmm. A couple of things real fast. Uh, this one comes from uh, Jason. Hefe, did you know uh, they have a cartoon character with your name? I guess it's going to be on a minority team on Adult Swim. I guess they have a character called... Alex Cruz? No, called El Jefe. Does he do your Bob and Tom free-for-all? <laughs> Otherwise, thank you for coming to Orlando, providing the Chronics <laughs> with a real nighttime show. It's refreshing to hear valid points, real comedy, in a show where the host is not a total douchebag. Well, yeah. part right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm attacking you because I'm, I'm about to feel bad for you. Thanks again, and my best wishes to you and the gang on a successful run at Real Radio. Thank you very much for that one. This one comes from uh, Rick. Uh, dude, that picture of Chunks rubbing Otto's back is downright disturbing. I'm going to have nightmares and quite possibly daymares from it. Love the show. I understand you guys came from my hometown of Fairfax, Virginia, where you guys were on the mighty. Well, when I lived there, it was good. WJFK. <laughs> Free FM. It's good uh, to have a little bit of home here. Keep it up. Hey, Don and Mike and the Junkies still kick ass up there. The rest yeah, of Don the, and Mike are great. The rest of the lineup? <laughs> I like CK. By the way, he says, punish Chunks as often as you can for that picture. But then we have someone else who likes Chunks, and that's from our buddy Smirnoff Iceman. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to thank you guys personally for all the hard work on the Hideout podcasting. He goes, I work at night, and when the show is on, so I miss most of it, only get bits and pieces. The podcasting is a lifesaver. It keeps me from uh, sitting in my truck from 7-Eleven instead of working. So he got, uh, basically, he loves the fact where... Uh, you know, the podcasting that's on iTunes. Mm -hmm. Once again, over the weekend, out of the top 100 talk shows, The Hideout has five categories in the top 100. All five of them. So kudos to you guys. Uh, general mixtapes, stunt mixtape, game show mixtapes, uh, interview mixtapes, and wadcasting. You know what? If we had them all in one category, I think it would be in the top ten. I think easily. Just the fact that people are subscribing to all five and it's in the top 100. Uh, I think it's fantastic, and that's kudos to you guys. Um, he wraps up by saying, you guys are great for the community, in touch with the listeners, make us feel part of the show. Uh, I wish I lived closer so I could be more part of it, but I will make it to an open door at one point. You will not want to miss this week's open door. We haven't talked about it a lot, mm -mm. but it is the second round of the Hideout Fight Club. Matt Albert versus Michigan State Champion and all-American wrestler, Bicurious BJ, dubs his cousin-slash-friend, who will be landing here in Florida within the next 30 minutes and mm -hmm. will be here at the end of the show. So that, there are pictures, by the way. You have to go to realradio.fm. 
realradio.fm and see the pictures of Matt Albert pummeling chunks. And while you're there, you can see a picture by by Curious BJ. There is one of them on uh, realradio.fm under the hideout portion. So, you know, definitely go check that out. You can see the two of them shirtless. You can see them spooning while Matt chunks out, uh, chunks out, chokes out chunks. <laughs> and I believe C Lane, right, who does Sing Bitch on the uh, Burke Show, I think he has figured out a way to get that video and all the other hideout videos on iTunes. Perfect for the video iPods. Now I got to go buy one just so I can have it. We'll take a break. We'll come back. All right, here we go. Time for whose weekend was it? 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I say we need at least five contestants, Chunks, at least five contestants. And the first question is, over the weekend, this hideout member reformatted his computer's hard drive. Hefe Dubs, Bayman or Chunks? You're a winner next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. I just noticed that little liner called you pathetic. You just noticed that? <laughs> I've bitched about it for like the last three months. It's, it's done no good. Oops. I don't listen pathetic to you. Pathetic twice. I don't listen to you. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Obviously someone does because they've caught on. By the way, Brokeback Mountain is out on DVD, Dubs. Oh. Well, now I need to go get some new batch material. Also out on DVD, Fun with Dick and Jane on DVD. It's more scenes, more laughs, more gags, more fun with Dick and Jane starring Jim Carrey and Tay Leone. Available on DVD and for PSP from Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, rated PG-13. We are giving that away. Well, the first part of that title is the same as Brokeback. Uh, A lot of gags in that. <laughs> also, two tickets for the Predators and Force coming up this Friday. Ticket information, 407-44-PREDS. You know what? I would like to see the gag reel from, uh, from uh, Brokeback. Hideout prize packs. Call now to be a winner. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. I think we have room for one or two more contestants. Chunks. Also, remember, ladies, you get moved to the front of the line whenever you call to play. Whose weekend was it? On Real Radio one hundred four point one. Sometimes dangerous, occasionally educational, and almost always embarrassing. The following are actual events that happened to a hideout member during the weekend, and while it may be best not to relive these events for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play. Weekend was it? All right, we'll kick it off with Toasty stuff. If you get a question incorrect, we'll give you a second chance. All right, Toasty. All right. All right. Here we go. Whose weekend was it? Our host. Third Mike and Ryder, as Black Bean and Daniel reminded him earlier, Matt Albert. <laughs> Over the weekend, this hideout member reformatted his computer's hard drive. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who had to re- uh, He said Chunks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, that was Tommy Bateman. Hold on. Toasty stuff. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to run through the game and then tell the stories from the game afterwards. Oh, well, it's an exciting story. You don't want to miss out on that. <laughs> oh, then what happened? Uh, I just reported my, reformatted my computer's hard drive. Great, then it was worthy of putting in the game. It runs much better now. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's your second one, Toasty Stuff. Over the weekend, this hideout member looked for a new dog. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Uh, Dubs. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You're I a winner. I can't wait to talk about my uh, dog search. Okay. All right, give me a little teaser about it. Well, I was uh, almost... I, I was... This close to walking out the door with the dog. What? I almost had one, and I uh, ended up getting all muddled up, but there is still a dog search going with me. 
Right, hold on a second. What? Why didn't you walk home with it? Well, uh, we were, uh, me and my chick went and looked at dogs over at the, uh, I believe, Seminole County uh, Animal yep. Shelter. And uh, we were, we found one that we liked, Socks, beautiful dog. And I'm, I don't want to get too far into it, but it, uh, there was this fat family looking at the dog at the same time with this really annoying fat girl, probably about nine years old with chocolate on her fingers. I was already looking at this dog, and once I walked away to talk to Krista, my, my chick, I... Whatever. Uh, she doesn't want me using her name on there anymore. Sorry. Uh, I I went and uh, talked to her, and then I saw them looking at the dog, the fat family, I and I ran up, and there's little pieces of paper on the front of every gate. So I ran up and grabbed a piece of paper off the gate so I could, uh, if I wanted the dog, it was mine first. We ended up sitting there playing with the dog for a little bit while the fat family I was stared at us and Aww. and just like was like breathing heavy while we were petting the dog panning as much as the dog was and it turned out that my girlfriend wasn't too sure on this is the perfect dog for us what kind of dog was it it was uh half beagle half shepherd it was you know a kind of a fair-sized dog it was really cute but i have i have another dog coming over at uh uh, this Friday. Really? Yeah. To oh. meet with the cat and see if it gets along with the cat. I hope it eats it. No. Um, That would be awesome, actually. There's my girlfriend right there. Yes, you can kill my cat. Answer it. Hello? Hey, what's up? Oh, DJ's here already. Oh, nice. So, all right. Cool. Ask her how come you can't use her name on the radio. Love you, Bye. <laughs> oh, you, you're so whooped. Shh, she's getting in the car now. Oh, okay. Why can't, all right, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Paul on the Palm Coast, you're up next. You ready? Let's go, guys. All right, here we go. It's whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member felt sorry for a man at the wing house. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? I'll say Chunks. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was me. <laughs> uh, Who was that man you felt sorry for? Actually, Matt Albert? Oh, yeah, well, that's all the time. Hold on, Paul. You will get a second chance. All right, briefly. So we walk into the wing house after the open door policy, mm-hmm. and we're waiting to get our table, and there's this guy sitting right there whenever you walk in, and he's watching television, and he's eating alone. Now, first of all, I hate to eat alone, but whatever. I can get past that. You're at the wing house enjoying a beverage. That's why you name your food. Watching television, whatever. This guy was having a conversation with himself. And he kind of had clothes on where you could tell maybe he didn't have it all together. But he wasn't just having a conversation with himself. He was having a real conversation with somebody else who wasn't there. His Tyler Durden. So he's eating. He'll say something. He'll pause. He'll respond. Like he was waiting for a response and then no, responds back. he'll respond. He'll giggle like he's listening. <laughs> And then he'll say something back. And I was just like, this poor guy. Back in Lansing, there was a guy who did the same thing. Whenever I went to uh, Harper's, which was a bar there, uh, there was Giggles there. And that's what they called him, Giggles. And uh, I was sitting next to him, and he would be laughing at something. And I'd just start laughing with him. And me and him would be looking at each other, laughing, laughing, laughing. This guy was having a conversation with someone who wasn't there. And I felt awful for the dude. Sometimes when I see people like that or old people, it just makes me sad. 
Why is it that old people and babies make me sad? And not even babies, but old people especially. I'm just thinking, I get sad for them for some reason. All right, Paul, here's your second chance. Whose weekend was it on Rural Radio? All right. Over the weekend, this hideout member played a prank on a friend from home. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Whose weekend was it, Paul? Uh, I'm going to say Bateman. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, Paulo, for two. That was dubs. Yeah, and uh, the friend is BJ, who's flying in right now. Uh, I forgot to tell you guys this on Friday. I uh, bought his ticket for the trip down here. Put disabled on the uh, on his preferences. So he goes there, and uh, the people there think he's disabled for some reason. <laughs> he called me today. Why does it say disabled on my ticket? Your forehead. <laughs> Um, now I'm wondering if he said to the invisible guy, the guy at the wing house, if he said, uh, I just made that point minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I already said that. Coo Daddy, you're in the hideout. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, whose weekend was it? Real Radio 104.1. Over the, over the weekend, this hideout member signed his pet up for dogster.com. F.A. Dubs. Yeah, uh, website, dogster.com. Whose weekend was it? Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Uh, I'll go with uh, Bateman. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Good and job. I, and I'm ready? about to uh, sign my cat up for catster.com. These aren't real, are they? Yes. Yep. What do they do? My dog already has 20 friends. That is the most asinine <laughs> thing I've ever heard of. Why? Not, that's not for the dog. It's she for, gets emails saying so-and-so wants to be your friend. Rough. <laughs> I, you know what? I used to respect Tommy as a pet owner because he wouldn't do stupid things like dress his dog up in I, no purple outfits, orange outfits, and devil costumes like Dubs does with his cat. Don't forget my lion costume. Now... Uh, you ha- your dog has a website. I just helped her set it up. The rest is her. Yeah. She gets on there, checks her mail. Blogs. Yeah. You know, this is why the Japanese... Is there a blog this, for your dog? This is why the Chinese are going to win it Yes. That's really interesting, too. I'm one of her friends. Called the dog. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Do you want to be a friend with this basset hound, Chunks? Leonard in Orlando, you're next up. You ready, Leonard? Yeah, let's go, guys. All right, whose weekend was it? Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks are the choices. Here's the question. Over the weekend, this hideout member had the best meal of his life. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Chunks. Yes, yeah, Jesus Christ. And that meal was Phil. Kibbles and bits. <laughs> Randy. Uh, what was the meal? It was uh, at the wing house. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm at the wing house with this uh, animal. Was it the chips that you mooched off me? No. Here's so. Thank you for the appetizer. Here's what he essentially begins to eat. I throw a lime at him, and he dips the lime in what? What did you dip it in? Blue cheese. He dips the lime in blue cheese and eats it. He doesn't stop there. He finds a nice wet nap and dips it in the blue cheese and then proceeds to eat the wet nap. Then there was a bunny that Link won and that the heretics ripped the head off of. Every time he brings a bunny around, it gets destroyed. For some reason, his gimmick is bunnies to get just tore up. So then Chunks rips the innards out of the bunny, essentially the cotton, dips it in blue cheese, and eats it. Not as What a... the hell is wrong with you, bro? Remember that lasagna he left out overnight in the microwave? That and you then... talked about last week? Yeah, and then it just sat in the sink uh, for like another 36 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, guess who ate that? Yeah, I did. I ate that too. 
All right, let's move on to uh, Chris and Sanford. Chris, all right, let's go to number nine. Okay, uh, over the weekend, this hideout member... Why skip seven and eight? I'm doing it for something later. Okay, over the weekend, this hideout <laughs> member preached to and berated a heretic. Who preached to and berated a heretic? Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Uh, let's go to Chunks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on, Chris. You will get a second chance. That was me. It was Nightmare Dave. It was after bowling on Saturday. Yeah, I saw you guys sitting there in pretty deep conversation. And I was already in a bad mood to begin with. Why? And then he, Nightmare Dave, if you go to the podcasting, it's very interesting. I think it's under what? Wadcasting? Mm -hmm. His whole saga with his ex-girlfriend who's been cheating on him for a year and a half with some dude. He's sitting there. And once again, he says... I love her. I love her, and I, I wish she'd come around, and I'd take her back. And I just started almost yelling at the poor guy. Just saying, I, That's why I told her I don't care anymore. Have a little self-worth. This chick cheated on you for a year and a half, and you wish that somehow she'd come to her senses and come back to you. What the hell is wrong with you? I felt incredibly bad. And then Link's trying to tell him it's okay. Another heretic, DJ Primal, will hook you up and find you another chick. And Nightmare Dave's telling me to have a dating contest for him. I'm like, dude, you got to get right with yourself. Yeah, we aren't going to hook up some kind of bad relationship for you. You, you know? know it's not in your next relationship, if you are in the state, is not going to go well. It's going to be awful. I'm not going to ruin some chick's life. Sorry. And that's just the first date. <laughs> All right, Chris. <laughs> Here's your final one. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member watched Hostel, the movie. Hefe dubs Bateman or Chunks. Let's go, Bateman. Yeah, good job. Surprise. Good job. Four winners tonight in uh, Whose Weekend Was It? Very good job. Tommy, did you like it or no? Yeah, it was okay. I enjoyed the first half with the uh, nudity. After that, I was like, this is kind of pointless. Really? Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I was just sort of sitting there going, the whole point of this is just to show people getting tortured. There's not really any story to There's, it. There was no meat to it, just a lot of blood. Just leg meat hanging off the drill. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Hideout. Alright, Dubs, let me tell you about my doctor's visit today. Mm -hmm. And why I was so scared and uh, everything that's come about. Obviously, you've heard about my torn calf muscle. And there's blood in my stool, and there has been for two weeks. And the results of that. And way it may be the treehouse. Treehouse what? It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Alright, it's Monday night. It's the Hideout. Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. How are the Magic doing? Actually, a lot of people probably leaving now to beat the traffic. They beat the, uh, they're beating the Hawks. Right now, with about a minute left. Oh, that's a, it's a home game? Yep. Nice. So people will be leaving the TD Waterhouse, turning on the hideout. Uh, dubs. So, all right, you know, we've talked about it before. I feel like my body is falling apart. Mm -hmm. It tore my calf muscle. Um, first off, thank you to Jimmy D, believe it or not. Jimmy D. referred me to a fantastic doctor, one that he learned about through the shot doctor. What did uh, the doctor say? Just wear sunglasses and you'll be fine? <laughs> That's a callback. Wow. Um, I don't want to give out the doctor's name because I don't want anybody else going to him. 
I want to be able to get an appointment whenever I can. I already had to wait a week for him, but it was well worth it. So I've talked about my torn calf muscle. I tore it about, I don't know, 17 days ago. Mm -hmm. I also, too, lately, J-Dubs, have had blood in my stool for about two weeks. I mean, and it's blood. It's pretty legit, you know? Scary. So many jokes that you can't say on this uh, on these airwaves. I know. Trust me, I know. Um, then I've had. <laughs> then I've had a bit of a cough, mm-hmm. and I also dizzy spells. That's what happens when you get into that lifestyle. <laughs> you start losing weight. And... <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm not getting that. Unexplained bruises. <laughs> so. <clears throat> So anyway, I uh, I go to the doctor, and this guy's great. And essentially, Dubs, I probably, with my second opinion on my torn calf muscle, mm-hmm. I tore some of the fibers, but I didn't tear it completely. That's why I didn't have like the huge swelling and the black and blueness. And I should probably be better in about a month. All right? I'm, already, I'm already better now. So You're that's better good. than you were 17 days ago. Absolutely. I still think that I'll be ready for the media bowl. Really? I'm not lying to you. I think I'm going to be ready for the media bowl. That's what I was going to ask, if you were going to be ready. Yeah. I think I could be all-time quarterback. <laughs> for both radio and TV? Mm-hmm. Just radio. All right, I'll play for the radio. I'm just a little worried about Bushy giving me crap if I throw some intercepts, interceptions. Then don't. No, I don't play. Just on. keep on throwing them to me. <laughs> That's a surefire way. Handing the ball off to uh, Tommy Sanders back there. We need to do a flea flicker. What? Don't be racist. We'll have one on the team. Uh, he's right here sitting next to me. Hey. So So anyway, the dizziness and stuff, he gave me an antibiotic for the dizziness and the cough because I think it's both related. A little bit of an, you know, like a, like this little sickness that's going mm-hmm. on. No big deal. Uh, the blood in the stool, he said we can do one of two things. He said... Hug. He said there's a 1% chance of it being really, really bad. Okay. Like cancer. All right? More than likely, it's a hemorrhoid, like you guys were saying on the air. And more than likely... Um, what he's, and this is why I liked him. This you you haven't had any problem going deuce, do you, have you? No. That surprises me if it's a, if it's a bleeding hemorrhoid. You would have a problem doing that. It's internal. Yeah, but you still have a problem. I mean, it still blocks the passage. It might just not be a big, a big one sticking out. Right. So here's the thing. Why I liked him is because he gave me a choice. He goes, we can wait it out, give it a couple of weeks, see mm-hmm. if it disappears, or I can go ahead and just refer you to a specialist now. You know, it's up to you. And that I love having a choice. And so I said, you know what? Let's wait it out a couple of weeks. If of course, because you know there's going to be stuff uh, running up the flagpole if you uh, if you yeah. go to the specialist. Oh yeah, yeah. They will go spelunking. Mm-hmm. So I decided, you know what? Go we'll fishing in the mud holes. Let's uh, let's wait it out. Bring your boots, Galoshes. and see what happens. Okay. Now the other thing too is he saw everything that I'm taking. You know, diet pills and echinacea and vitamins and. El Carnate and, you know, Red Bull. And he goes, have you thought about sleep apnea? Do you think you have it? And I go, actually, I do. I wanted to talk to you about that. And so he is. he has referred me to go to a sleep clinic 
and more than likely I'm going to end up getting a sleep apnea machine. Which is just uh, a man-sized pillow to cuddle up against when <laughs> your lonely nights. It's a mask, and it blows oxygen into my nose. Oxygen into my nose. Seriously. And I think it is going to help me. He says the sleep apnea thing, dude, the sleep apnea thing, if you do it, like, it helps you get better sleep if you're a snorer. Mm -hmm. You wake up, you feel refreshed. Because I wake up, first of all, I don't sleep all that well. I snore. And then when I wake up in the morning, I'm exhausted. Same with me until I chug a nice monster to start off my day. And I tell you what, I slam it. Do you snore? I I used to snore very, very badly. I don't do it as bad anymore. Do you think because you lost a lot of weight? Yeah, definitely. Now, I've also heard, too, that a lot of people who get on these sleep apnea machines lose weight because, A, they get better sleep, and their body, when it sleeps better, is well, able to... boost your metabolism, does all that stuff for you. Yeah. And then, B, working out in the morning, or working out, is a lot easier because you have the energy, because mm -hmm. your body has recouped... Uh, from the sleep. And you don't get injured as easy. Really? Yeah, if, you're, if your body is rested from whatever you worked out in, you know, your muscles aren't as prone to rip on you. Now, I'll tell you this. I'll be incredibly disappointed if I go to this sleep doctor and I nothing's wrong with me and I don't get one of these sleep apnea machines. I got to get one of these things. Why, then it's back to the bar for you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Done with the gay jokes. I don't even know where it's coming from. <laughs> I apologize. I got a girlfriend. What the hell, dude? And so do I. And I get the gay jokes all the time. Because you're gay. What? That last guy sounded pretty gay. You're such a homo, dude. <laughs> I wish I know how to quit you. That last guy sounded pretty gay. I know you and BJ have probably touched each other inappropriately. No. Stared at it. <laughs> I can't wait for that kid to get here. I just bite my lip and tongue. I'm so excited for these boys to finally meet him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we've talked about him on the air so much, and we've had him on the air, but for these guys to see him in person, and he's one of those guys like Matt and Chunks, just entertaining to look at. Mm -hmm. Like he's just, I think, that, like he should have a reality show. Matt shouldn't. It would be so boring. Yeah. But you could set it up literally in his room. <laughs> oh, who's I aiming me now? <laughs> Just put his webcam up. But Chunks and Bike Curious <laughs> BJ should have a, you know what, Dubs? If you were cool, you'd let some budding uh, documentary filmmaker here in town follow BJ this week while he lives with you. If anybody wants to, feel more than welcome. If any uh, anybody out there has a camera and a they just dream. Wanna, they want to live with you for the next week? <laughs> That's fine. Jack, on the road, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Jack? Hey, I, say, uh, I just wanted to say that there's nothing worse than a proctologist with poor depth perception. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that, dude, because if I do have to go end up getting something done back there, if it's, you know... As long as he's rubbing the small of the back while he's doing it, I'm all cool. Dude, hush, it's okay, it's okay. Poker Jedi in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up? Pepe, I could answer a little more specific questions about sleep apnea if you got them. Um, what's it like when you go take the sleep test? Uh, basically, you will be wired up to certain areas. For example, um, your the cortex of uh, your head where, you, where it meets up with your brain. They they want to see where your 
biorhythms are going throughout your sleep. See, bye. Uh, basically, with apnea, <laughs> the, the big deal is uh, you basically stop breathing. Yeah, I've been told I do that before. Uh, besides snoring, a good question for you is, do you remember your last dream or when you had a last dream? Do you remember it? Yeah, I think so. It was weird. My It was my dad, and he was going to get executed by zombies. <laughs> uh, that is bad. A common symptom of sleep apnea is that people don't remember those dreams because someone like me, I had episodes almost one every minute where I could not breathe at all, and I would unconsciously start to breathe. So you were you were never get you were never getting into that deep sleep where you'd start dreaming. I will tell you this though, exactly. I, you were. I was not getting the REM sleep at all. But once I got on a sleep apnea machine, which I've had since, since October, my my sleeping is. You, what was your last dream? Do you feel, hold on a second, do you feel like just an infinitely better now that you got the sleep apnea machine? Uh, I had a hard time getting used to it at first because I had such a, a high amount of air pressure going into my nose and mouth cavity. Uh-huh. It, was, it was hard for me to get used to it at first. But I had such a level of apnea that my doctor said, I'm surprised I didn't die from it. Yeah, cause, and that's the thing, too. You've heard, like, Reggie White died from that. And yep. There are a few people, like, kind of well-known that have died from this stuff. And, I'm and just many like, people unknown, you know, that you would never hear of. Yeah. So, all right, but you feel, do you feel better, though, like, well-rested and that kind of stuff? I, I feel much better. Oh, yeah. Um, when my parents last saw me, they saw the difference. Even in my skin tone and my skin color, they said, wow, you look like you're much better rested. All right, well, I'm down with that. Hey, I appreciate the uh, info, Poker Jedi. Thank you, man. Take care. I, I hope. I'm just waiting for the phone call as to when I can go get this test done. When are you uh, expecting the phone call? Any day now, I think. All right, people are saying this. If you had a hemorrhoid, you'd know it when you walked. Well, I know, the, these are, in- the, this isn't an external one. It's an internal one, but you should know it. You should feel it when you're deucing. Hey, well, at least your chick is going to find you super hot with that big uh, Darth Vader vas- mask on. Yeah. <sighs> Give me a kiss. <laughs> Get away. You're fogging up my mask. <laughs> Yeah, I have worried about that a little bit. Remember, we had a, a friend, Jason Hamilton, who had to uh, use that sleep apnea. Oh, machine. shut up! Did he really? Yeah, and uh, he could never get chicks because any, any like any time they came over to uh, spend the night, he had to strap that big mask on himself. I would love to see you like. If your if your calf ever got bad again, you had to be like in a wheelchair and you'd be wheeling around with a big face mask on, breathing you air. Thanks. How old's that guy? I know. Well, that's that dude. That's what I told the doctor when I walked in. He goes, "So what's the problem?" I go, "I'm falling apart." I had a list. I think I even still have the list. Hold on a second. I think I have it in my wallet. I go, dude. I wrote it all down. I walked in like a little old lady. Yeah, here's my list. The gout. Look at this. For me to tell him. Here it is. Uh, torn calf muscle, blood and stool, cough, dizzy spells, possible <laughs> sleep apnea. What All else, these what things. else, Grams? I know, man. <laughs> oh, not to mention that I'm overweight and I have a reverse fade. If I get sleep, will the hair grow back? No. Then you can get a perm. Will the solar, pa- will the solar plant panel fill in? I thought you were doing this fashion statement. It is. You don't have a reverse fade, Trump. 
John in Orlando here in the hideout. How's it going, guys? Hey, brother. I got a, uh, a quick comment about your, your problem with uh, doing your BNs. Yeah. Uh, I had something called a uh, fissure, which is a tear in your lining. I, I've heard about that. And pretty much a way to uh, help it out is eat a lot of fiber because then it helps, you know, the movement and helps you, right. it helps you clear up the situation. And mine, ever since I started a lot of fiber, mine's, I haven't had any uh, blood since. Uh, now, what kind of, like, what's good for fiber? You take pills or you eat certain things? you got to eat a lot of, like, wheat, mm -hmm. good breads, uh, celery's good, oh. uh, corn. Here's why I don't like... Switch over your bread. Here's what I don't like about celery. It's crunchy and gooey all at the same time. Put some peanut butter on it. That's even weirder for Put me. Put some salt on it. Oh. Nuts are good. Uh, seeds. Tell me about it. <laughs> oh, I can't make a gauge. <laughs> yeah. Once nuts come up, it's... Mo, mo. You, you could probably take uh, a, like a, a Metamucil drink or something. I'm a try. Dude, I'm 28 <laughs> years old. Listen to me. I'm 28. Hey, I'm 25. Oh, okay. I, I don't feel so bad that thank you, John. Dude, I was 19 when I got my first huge, no, I was 20 when I got my first huge hemorrhoid running me. And it was just disgusting. My last one was the worst one, though. Uh, I showed that one off. That one, that we one, made chunks eat pizza off of it. That one was a knuckle. Apnea boy, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. What's up, apnea boy? What's up, fellas? How you doing tonight? All right. All right, here's the deal, man. That guy that called in about the apnea mm -hmm. and how it changed his life getting the machine, he is full of garbage. That stuff absolutely sucks. Going to the doctor to get the treatment to figure out what you got sucks. You sit there with tubes tied to you all night long. It's just garbage. Then when you get a machine home, yeah, it ruins your sex appeal because you're not dirty because you're Darth Vader in the sack. It's garbage, so it's not the end-all, be-all. You are right. Those are the same points I made about five minutes ago. That and is I appreciate not. You call. Thank True. you, Abnia boy. Good point, Stubbs. Good points. Oh, God. <laughs> I, yeah, now I'm just like, no chick's going to want to be with a dude that has to have an apnea machine. <sighs> you don't know that. It's gonna be awful. Like you're a World War II pilot. Hey, maybe you could <laughs> fill it up with like nitrous. Yeah, ice man. Whatever. <laughs> uh, EMSCD says I don't know how they get any info from that sleep apnea test because it's uncomfortable as hell. Yeah, that, that's what I've always thought. How can you get a good read on uh, on you when you cannot be comfortably resting? Eroy says my dad is 76 and has that machine. Don't feel so bad, Hefe. <laughs> that's not Hefe. Great. Oh, Christ, dude. If you, you know, you just hit that point where you realize it's over. It's downhill. Sleep apnea machines, blood in your stool, hairs going. Oh, Christ. Do you want the good news? What? No, I'll wait. I'll keep it for later. Damn you, it's a hideout. Rule Radio 104.1. You can do it. Oops, mic was on. It's <coughs> a so hideout road radio 104.1 on a f Monday night. Monday, yes. Beginning of the week. Yay! Good show so far. Everyone's a good show. Come on. It's best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Easy. Do you think some people are still ashamed that they're entertained by what goes on in the hideout? Uh, at time to time. Even I'm uh, ashamed. You're yeah. right. 
I'll say something. I'm ashamed I said it two seconds afterwards. Mm. You're right. You're right about that. Apnea wearer here in the hideout on Rogue Radio. Hey, I got one of those machines. You want me to turn it on so you're going to hear what it sounds like? Sure. Yeah, hang on one second. You don't know the power of the dark side. I could hear that coming, or I thought it was going to be a vibrator. <laughs> You're a dick, my friend. You're just... You're gonna... Do you want your good news now? Hold on, let's talk to Tyler Durden, <laughs> who apparently is incredibly drunk and just wants to nah, say... No, 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 I ain't drunk at all, son. What, hey, what you ain't pick up for your DC cars no more? Yes, we, what do you want, Tyler? You ain't got a respect, son? What's up? What the hell's with the sun? Come on, cuz. Who's running the phone? I know it for you, right? Chunks. I think, you know what? Hmm. I hope you die and sleep at me. And you know what happens, guys? Beat it. Right, enough. <laughs> I'm not going to get the, I'm not taking the I hope you die calls. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Screen them out, Chunks. All right, so what's this alleged, I know, just <laughs> constantly, between that and go back to Mexico, poor kid's working way too hard. So what's the good news you promised me? Hideout varsity team are champions of the hideout bowling league. Final week, we were in second place, and now we wrapped it up. Hey, and we won the Hideout Bowling League. What happened to the dump? You son of a bitch. The Hideout has won. <laughs> the Hideout Varsity team has won the Hideout Bowling League. Where's the dump? Uh, I have it now. <laughs> no, I do have your place, and if you want to hear it. I'm, I'm sorry, did you make an announcement? Yes, that the Hideout Varsity team won the Hideout Bowling League. All right, what's ours? Dead last. <laughs> Grats. Yeah. Got a beat going, though. You did bowl your highest game, though, this weekend. Uh. So we did the hideout bowling league over at the Brunswick Wakiva Lane. Yes. And you were upset when you left. <laughs> I was just in a bad mood anyway. I felt yeah. kind of bad about that. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I actually did feel bad about that. Um, all right, here's the thing about this hack BS bowling league. What? Just because we get a trophy? <laughs> no, apparently, uh, yeah, Miller Lite isn't going to be able to make it. We thank them for all of their proud support, but they're not going to be able to make it for the trophy. I'll go make my own. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Here's the thing about this bowling league. So, you guys, yes, the first week bowled incredibly crappy. Mm-hmm. I mean, just horrific. So your handicaps were through the roof, and that's why you ended up winning because you wow. bowled you bowled horrible the first game. Probably on purpose to get the crappy ha- to get the big handicap. Oh, well, we aren't that smart. And then you bowled <laughs> normal the rest luck. of the time, and that's why you won. Well, actually, our overall pinfall was uh, second overall. Ooh, that doesn't make you the champion. Yes, it does. <laughs> when I called there today, they said number one team, 
Hideout Varsity. Second uh, place, Team Iculus, which is Gibbs' friend, uh, Lucas. Uh, yeah, Lucas, uh, as well as Erica, the promotions goddess. What the hell? What did she average, like a 30? With her granny roll? I think it was 53. And uh, Link's team was third. What did he average, like a 60? Right around there. Matt Albert rolled a 63 this weekend, for God's sakes. And somehow you guys win? Uh, Well, Tommy ended up pulling off the four pins we needed at the end. Yeah. Whatever. No, it was, it was seven. And by the seven. way, I had a torn calf muscle, and we couldn't get our intern to show up anymore. Team fun. <laughs> <sighs> I don't care about your stupid championship. It's hack, and it's uh, tainted. Thank you for your congratulations. We accept. And it's tainted. Very gracious of you. Congratulations on your placing. Job well done. Yeah. Chunks. <laughs> what was your average? What did you average? I don't know. I don't care. Like 112 or something? And what about you, Matt? I didn't Not- care. We we're champions. <laughs> what does it matter? His uh, average, I think, ended up at 80. <laughs> How yeah. do you win a league when you average at 80? That's what I mean. It's such crap. Yeah, it's because his handicap's uh, about 160. Jesus, man. So with his 80... He probably has a 210 average. Or pin count. I would rather us play without the handicaps. I think the handicaps were an awful idea. We, we would have been second then, so really no big difference. I don't even believe that. Jesus Christ, that sucks. Why? You don't want us to win? No. Why? It was hack. You didn't deserve it. And here's the other thing, too. We never... My team... The hard, a hideout A team never had the opportunity to go against the ghost team. So we never got the easy wins like you guys did. We went against the ghost team first week. Well, so we, it, it did, well it, we never got the chance to. But that like, week that week we were just setting averages. That one didn't even count. But you still got the win. But No, we didn't. That, that first week was just setting averages. We didn't get a win for that one. Mm-hmm. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Point made. Congratulations. Everybody, everybody got the... Shut the hell up. Everybody you got rolled the, a 63. Yeah, that was really... I was, I got I was a, very pissed at him. I, I got, know. I got better than a 63 when I was on my torn calf. By the way, on my torn torn, torn calf muscle this weekend, I got a 147. Hey. Yeah, give it up. Yeah, Gibbs did pretty well, too. Considering it didn't show. What's that kid's problem? I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. People start getting on his MySpace and uh, <laughs> IMs, and then he never shows up again. Who got on his MySpace? Yeah. I don't know. Same person got on his IMs. <laughs> Sam and Sanford, you're in the hideout. What's up, Sam? Good evening, gentlemen. How are we doing tonight? Yeah, I'm, uh, my ass hurts. Great, we won. My calf hurts, and uh, apparently we lost the bowling league. Well, i tell you what. Next time you bowl, my average is 170. Oh, nice. How come you didn't get in the league, dude? Come on. Well, you know, I'm a little late. However, you were talking about hemorrhoids earlier. Mm-hmm. One day, at the age of 18, developed him, uh, developed herniated and ruptured in one day. Oof. Oh, boy. I've had him ever since, not to mention diverticulitis and a pineal cyst. 
Since the age of 18. All right, so it's not even so much about getting old. You're yeah. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'm you I'm sure just, those are the lines you use on a lady uh, when I'm I was 18. Sh- I'm sure you look at a toilet and just, like, it's an electric chair. Like, it's just going to be <laughs> awful. Oh, my God, you have no idea. Oh, I can only I imagine. do, my friend. I if, do. If it's, if it's not Charmin with lotion... I don't want to know about it. Uh-huh. Thank you, I, Sam. I went through that, too. Like, when I, I was really bad, when it, they were popping up every other day, that's how I was. I needed, like, the Charmin with uh, the aloe and lotion and everything. I roll with the, the wipes. The wipes are good. Uh, I, I used to have, actually, the hemorrhoid wipes. The actual ones made for hemorrhoids, medicated. I hate the human body. Let me just think about how awful the human body is and how it just falls apart. And here I am stuffing my face with pizza, and that's not helping. Maybe if I had yeah, a... That's going to go through well. Oh, God. That's not going to pick up the blood. <laughs> Thanks. You ever just thought, man, it's over? Like, from here on out, it's downhill? Oh, yeah. First grade. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> For hey, some reason, I don't doubt it with you. Matt, when did you first start getting uh, stretch marks? I don't know. 11, 12, maybe? Second trimester. How <laughs> 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 dare you? Poor mom. Giving birth to that. Gunslinger on the Palm Coast. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Gunslinger? Oh, not much. Uh, I want to say I listen to you guys. Since you came to Orlando, I think you got a great show. You're a great fit for Real Radio. Hey, thank you. Um, By the way, I, and we haven't made that big a deal of it, but today is officially the one-year anniversary. Uh, yeah, it, it was well, well, the 11th. Uh, tomorrow. Technically, tomorrow will right. be one year. Will be 365 days, but it was on a Monday yep. this week, uh, 52 weeks ago, that we started. Anyway, thank you. Go ahead, Gunslinger. What do you got? Uh, I uh, I work for a, a DME uh, durable medical equipment company, and we uh, we deal we deal with the uh, sleep apnea machines. They're called CPAPs, continuous positive airway pressure. Mm-hmm. And I happen to have an apnea myself, and I wear one. Uh, when I can, my allergies kind of keep me from have, being able to wear it all the time. But uh, I tell you what, when when I do wear it, I notice a major, major difference in how I feel, how long it takes me to get up and going in the morning as opposed to when I don't. That's uh, what I'm looking forward to, just waking up feeling refreshed. Because I just yeah, that's so I so rarely get that when I wake up in the morning. Now, have, have you ever tried like the snore spray or anything like that, or like the nose strips or anything? No, I never even I never I thought about getting uh, snore strips. Uh, I've I've tried the spray before. It pisses you off like no other. Why? Because you like usually you leave it with whoever you're sleeping next to, mm-hmm. and whenever they hear you snore and your mouth is all wide open. Oh no way! Squirt. Oh man, well, that's the, pro- the problem with the the nasal sprays and the and the strips is that they only open up the nasal passage itself, and the problem with an apnea is actually back by the tongue, at the, in the back of your throat. When your muscles relax when you go to mm. sleep, all that closes your airway off. Jesus. And that's where the problem is coming from. That's why it's so dangerous is because it deprives your body and your mind, your brain, of, of oxygen when how, you sleep. So how does the machine work then in that somehow it, it, it keeps that from closing down or what? What it does is it pressurizes your airway. Oh. Um, it's very gently does it. It's not. It's not too bad. I, I would. I would say the most uncomfortable part of it is once you get used to wearing the mask. Is sometimes it has a tendency to dry you out, but they have humid, uh, heated humidity uh, that you can add to it that, that helps with that. I have to use that myself. But it's. It, it does. 
I go for two or three weeks where I wear it and then miss it for a couple of days because my allergies are bad. Mm. And, man, just the, it goes from feeling good in the morning to I just hurt as soon as I get out of bed. And it takes me an hour to even be cognitive when I, wait, when I get out of bed as opposed to getting out of bed and five, is that, ten minutes is that later because, I'm ready to go. Is that because of the allergies or just because or when you stop using it? When I stop using it. All right. All right so I'm going to be on this thing the rest of my life then, huh? Um, well, I guess there is a surgery that you can do, but it's, I have, I've, I've looked into it, but it's basically not really an option for me, so I'll probably be wearing it the rest of my life, yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool, though, because you get to put it on. It's like you're a Maverick or Goose in Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully not Goose. Yeah. Then you end up dying. And then, uh, Maverick, your friend, cries in his tidy whities Have you ever been to that point? Where you're crying in your underwear? Mm-hmm. That was me after I found out that uh, I have all these problems. In your bloody underwear. That was me this morning. <laughs> just needing. Have a, you found any blood in your underwear? Just needing a pad. No. <laughs> I actually haven't. You haven't lived then. <laughs> oh, there's nothing like that. Now you know what a 12-year-old girl feels like. <laughs> My body's changing, Mom. Rob in Lake Wales, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rob? Oh, uh, hey. Mm-hmm. I want to bowl with you next year. Uh, you be on my team? Yeah, I'll be on your team. Uh, what do you bowl? Uh, my last year's average was 224. You're in. Why aren't you playing pro? Chunks, you're off the team. Uh, fine with me. Why? Well, I, I was a pro 20 years ago. Nice. Wow. You're, how I, much do you how can, how much can you make on a pro tour? You can make pretty uh, much. Uh, one year I was on it, I made sixty thousand and I quit. Wow, sixty thousand? Yeah, and I quit. Why, Why did you quit? It wasn't fun no more. Mm. You know, you know what, Rob? I could actually understand that. I think I actually know what you mean when you uh, when you would say that it's not fun anymore. All right, Rob. Well, I have an open invitation to go back anytime. All right. Well, uh, we'll we'll probably talk about the new league soon. So I appreciate that, my friend. All right. Thanks. See. You. All right, chunks. You're stuck with me. I think we sh- I think we should switch things up a little it's bit. Alright, man. If you want to get rid of me, man, it's cool. I understand. I let you down. Yeah, you know what you did, though. How did he let you down? He had a good average. I heard all these great things about Chunks, and I beat him a few times with a torn calf muscle. Well, it doesn't help when I got a bowl for two people like every other week. (laughs) You didn't have to do that. We split it last time. Yeah, but I still think I uh, carried the burn of the work. (laughs) Because I had a torn calf muscle. No, because he sprints 40 yards before he throws the ball down the the aisle. That's why he's carrying the whole load. All right, let me ask you. Do we want to do another bowling league? Yes. We want to go back to Brunswick or Kiver, or we want to try another place? Uh, if Brunswick wants to have us back and we can you know, work out a few kinks that we had this time, sure. I don't think we talked about the league enough on the air. No. I mean, you know, once it gets started and everything, you know, you kind of... I think we'd have a lot of fun. Maybe we mix it in where the loser has to stunt. Maybe that's our way of doing stunts. How about this? Hideout bumper bowling league. Where, seriously... Where you have to hit the edges six times. It's kind of like uh, billiards, where you have to hit the edges six times before it hits the pins. Why not do a billiard league? That could be fun. There's something about bowling, though, especially now that we have our own bowling balls. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it today. I was talking about my chick. I'm like, I want to go bowling again. Oh, yeah. Don't we have a wrap-up party this week? Yes. Is everybody invited, or is that just for the bowlers? Uh, anybody can go. Dollar beer. Dollar beer, and uh, the league bowls free. Oh, nice. All right, I want to do it again then. Definitely, I'm hey, down. Hey, you know what I've heard of? There's this. There's supposed to be this really cool place kind of downtown. I think it's open till like three in the morning. 
and it's like a bowling place. It's like an indoor arcade. I think they have like indoor putt-putt. What is the name of this place, Chunks? Do you know? I think even XL does something with them. Is it, it like a dome type thing, or like is this, it a complex? I think it's this huge complex, because they're one of the th- places that I was looking at for possibly doing something after the open door, hmm. because it's open till 3. Wow. And it's bowling. And it has like a whole bunch of other stuff too. And I think is that have, is that where they go when they do like the national fair and everything? I don't know. Does anybody have any info on that? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Let's see if we can get that info next in the hideout on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Monday night in the hideout, Real Radio one hundred four point one. Ladies first in the hideout, Stephanie and Lake Mary. What's up, Stephanie? Hey, I was going to tell you, the name of that bowling alley is called Boardwalk Bowl, and it's on Colonial Drive. Ah, nice. okay. Boardwalk Bowl on Colonial Drive. What all do they have there, Stephanie? They got 100 bowling lanes. Damn. Wow. Yeah, and they got uh, arcade, and they got putt-putt golf. Wow. Do they have a bar there or no? Yeah, they got a bar there. Oh, of course wow. they do. I, I forgot it's bowling. They have mm-hmm. one or... All right. Fantastic. All right. Thank you, Stephanie. You're welcome. I said we go over there, dude. Definitely. We'll give that a shot. Do a hundred lanes? And it's op- it's op- open something insane to like three. You know what I mean? Maybe we should try it out uh, this weekend. Yeah, we can do that when BJ's here. Yeah. Where are they? Are they coming up now? Uh, he just passed Thurston's Premier Auto Center. Nice. Thurston's Auto Center on 1792 in Maitland? Yes, it's uh, the greatest place where you can get trucks, cars, imports... Uh, Scions. Yes. Where I got mine. Beautiful Tauruses. Is that what yours is? Mm-hmm. Add a way to be hip. It's odd. I have two family cars. Yep. I have a big sedan and a conversion van. Um. All I'm missing is the baby seat. Well, you can use that for your stupid cat. Mm-hmm. I just want to say right now, uh, I'm really uh, pissed off at Matt Albert just running to the bag before the break even ends to grab a ball of pizza, which he did not even contribute nor offer to contribute to. I uh, offered money. You had like three pieces back there. I haven't eaten all day. And you were bitching while I'm back here. When's the pizza going to get here? I called them 15 minutes ago. They're about 10, 15 miles away. It's going to take them some time to make it. I'll tell you what. Matt Albert eats so much that the heretics actually hid the chicken. Yeah. Last time. Bastards. <laughs> they hit it up in the top drawer of the uh, in there so Matt wouldn't get it. He runs back before the break is even done so nobody else can have a chance to get it before he finishes eating it. And not only that, the bacon and stuff falls off the top of it. He's got to pick it up with his fingers and scoop it in like he's eating cereal or something. You eat cereal with your fingers, Chunks? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You think I'd use a spoon? <laughs> Matt, what do you think about these charges against you? All true. They're true, but still, <laughs> why should they be brought up? Do you not feel ashamed as a bag man, ba- uh, as a, a big man, that you're just playing into, um, you know, the stereotype? The stereotype of I can't even go six minutes of talking without having to run back and grab another slice. Hey, it's pizza. Oh, well, no, I'm very well aware of what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's round as cheese, sauce, pepperoni. Yeah, I'm it's not, pizza. I'm not Superman. I can't, you know. Withhold the urges that are, I have. Are you thinking during the entire... You can enti- barely jump, let alone fly. We know you aren't Superman. Are you thinking during the entire break, I wish they'd hurry up and shut up so I can go get more pizza? Yes. Damn, this break is long. 
So the pizza's all gone? Just about. Yeah, I walked back there, and it's like half of it left on my way downstairs. And it's funny, too, because Matt genuinely, during the open door, will rush and push people out of the way to get some of the Chick-fil-A nuggets they that Chick-fil-A I'm... John brings up. <laughs> and and but, he, but he grabs a cup and a napkin and gets about three handfuls. Yeah, he fills up a cup. A cup of chicken. Feeding into two stereotypes there. <laughs> Drinking my Sprite. <laughs> Sweet tea. You know, if it's, you know, around. All right, maybe what we should do with you, Matt, is have you work out. Just do a little workout during the open door mm-hmm. after you eat these Chick-fil-A uh, nuts. I'm already doing the thing with BJ. Yeah, this is going to be a warm-up. A nice little aerobic workout for you. You and Bicurious BJ dubs his cousin. He can be in the uh, second fight club this this Friday night. The I'll, first one between you and Chunks. And you you choked out Chunks. The picture's on realradio.fm. I'll speak for uh, BJ. He'll do it with you. All right, Great. so you, BJ, and Chunks will be doing a workout. Then. <laughs> Wonderful. Right, what's the workout, Dubs? The workout, I say we do the Arnold Schwarzenegger workout. Right. The workout that I found this weekend, I was surfing around iTunes where you can find our wonderful podcast. Download iTunes at iTunes.com. Uh, and Search the Hideout in the Music Store podcast. Well, what I was searching was uh, Journey because I, I, had a, what? I, I had an odd uh, craving for Don't Stop Believing. So I, I typed in Don't Stop Believing, and there was one track on there that said Arnold Schwarzenegger and Journey, Don't Stop Believing. So I clicked on it, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I guess, had a workout CD back in the 80s, or tape in the 80s, <clears throat> and uh, the cover of it's great, because it's uh, it's uh, him and Pink just sitting there at like a workout bench, but uh, the whole thing is him doing workouts, or instructing workouts, to uh, real bad music. Uh, I, right here I have uh, three tracks, him doing one to Don't Stop Believing. Eight six seven five three zero nine, and it's raining men. No way! I did not add this music to the back of it. You can go to iTunes right now and look up Arnold Schwarzenegger. This will pop up. All right, let me hear the first one. All right, what do you want to hear first? Uh, you want me to start strong with the "It's Raining Men"? No, save that one. All right, I'll do "Don't Stop Believing." The first one I. Okay, the one you were searching for. Yes. Let's start our special program of resistance training without weights. Push-ups. My method of doing push-ups between two chairs will give your chest the ultimate workout. Place your hands on two chairs, shoulder-width apart, and your feet on a bed or on a table. The reason for doing push-ups between two chairs is... The best part is, is there's no reference to the music. Stretch. Get into the upright push-up position, and I will count out 30 push-ups. If you're a beginner, stop at 10. If you're an intermediate, stop at 20. If you're an advanced, continue on to 30. Ready. One, two, three. Stretch all the way down. Five, six, seven. And concentrate on your chest. Like he's watching. Ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, is this a workout 13, CD? 14, yes. And keep going. There are many tracks on there you can get. Seventeen. 18, so he's just, basically he's counting to journey. Yes. He must feel like just a jackass. He's standing there with a uh, script right in front of him. Well, he's the uh, governor of California. 
So, such bad Our acting. next exercise is calf raises for the development and strengthening of the calves. This the can't be real, dude. It's 100% real. Lower your heels all the way to the floor as you breathe in. Raise them as high as you can as you breathe out. It's called Arnold Schwarzenegger's Total Body Workout. All right, right, that's enough of that one. Cue up the next one. First of all, we got Sauce and Oviedo. What's up, Sauce? Hey, man, how's it going? All right. So, yeah, uh, y'all want a little documentary done or what? Yeah, on By Curious BJ. Can you do it? I can do it, man. I've I've got a little documentary experience. Yeah? What did you do before? Y'all ever seen a little film called Frankenstein Reborn? It's pretty quality good, you know? No, never. I did heard the uh, behind the scenes for that one. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> all right, Sauce. So you'd be willing to follow by Curious BJ for the week that he's here with J Dubs? Yeah, I'll do it. I got nothing to do, man. Uh, Dubs, will you let invite this man into your home? Why not? To, he has uh, a video camera. He's legit. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Houstonian, man. You, you work with a Houstonian, so I'll, there you go. Oh, I'm not from Houston, please. That place sucks. I'm from Dallas. <laughs> uh, all right, Sauce, hold on. All right, by the way, Dubs. Yes. You realize your chick is in the car right now with Bike Curious BJ. Actually, I think they're downstairs because uh, I just got a call from BJ. And it's heard for the first time that you have invited Sauce from Oviedo into your place <laughs> with a camera to film you guys for the next week. All right, this is going to be a hit, though, dude, Sauce. This is going to be big time. Uh, it's going to be great, man. Tell you what, we'll cut you in. You get 25% of the profit. 25 and that's a lot. That's, hold, a, that's a bargain. Hold on, Sauce. I'm not kidding you, dude. You and Bike Here's BJ and all the stories you guys have and just the stupid stuff you're going to be getting into, I just want... I want it's going to make Brooke back look like... Uh, <laughs> I want video of you two just staring into each other's eyes. All right, should we break and you can go get BJ and then we'll come back with more of the uh, Arnold audio? Yeah, well, I definitely want to do It's Raining Men because that one, it, like, if you just cut up part of it, it is the gayest thing ever. Seriously. Did you get his number? Chunks, what do you think? Should Dubs be inviting Sauce into his house? I would uh, highly recommend it. Really? Yeah. Should be fun. He sounds credible. He said, "Dude," so you know that's kind of addressing. You know, yes, yeah, that's, that's he proper. sounds legit, man. Dubs, you're gonna invite a guy into your house to film you and BJ for the next week, and then we're gonna make a DVD. What, out of what it. makes me nervous? Who, at the drop of a dime, has a whole week right then to put aside to do a documentary on some douchebag? It's not some douchebag. Are you yet. sure the guy knows that BJ is a person? <laughs> and that he's not filming something else for the next week. That took a week. You love it. Just multiple. We'll, take we'll call a- it gag reel. <laughs> take a break. Go back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Oh, Jesus Christ. Five years, BJ, in studio. That's Matt C. You better get up. He's not nearly as fat as you said he was. Oh, he's lo- he loses weight because he does uh, coaching and he'll sweat it off. All right. You were chubbier. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. Have a seat right there, that mic. Yeah, have a seat right here. This will be your seat for the next week. So, Dubs. Yeah. Mm, um, your best friend slash cousin, by Curious BJ. Mm-hmm. It's surreal having him here in this studio. Yeah, it's just like Lansing, isn't it? I haven't seen this guy since... We can go to Reno's East after this. 
and the dirty dollar mm-hmm. in East Lansing. Dollar's closing down. <laughs> Thank God. Really? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't. Talking to a mic, stupid. You have been on the radio before. I have. I don't have. I don't have the. Head muffs. The muffs. You don't need. <laughs> I've never heard them called muffs. That's like uh, ear muffs. Right. I've heard them called cans. All right. Don't move the mic too much either. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of mic noise here. I ain't comfortable. Well, turn the mic. Uh, turn the mic off. I'm, put it up to your face. I'm good now. No, you're not. <laughs> there you go. Just talk right into it. All right. We're not at Q106 anymore, dude. It's <laughs> big leagues, my friend. What do you think of the studio? I like it. This that's, market is in the triple digits. That's great. It means a lot. Do you like this place? I do. It's a lot better than how was Lansing. Your, how was your flight? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better than Lansing. How was your flight, It was BJ? good. I was good, although Dubs put me in uh, the disabled section. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, How was that? Like, what, Did I, anybody say anything to you? No one said anything to me, but they... <laughs> they just assumed. I was all the way up. I had the very first seat. I walk in the plane, there's my seat. <laughs> Listen no to one, that accent. He must be retarded. <laughs> <laughs> no one around me. Just uh, an old lady to my left, and that was it. So afraid to make eye contact, that yeah. you might go into a rage. I all right. So, so thanks for that. <laughs> so Dubs, uh, BJ calls you and he's like, "Hey, dude, they say I'm disabled. <laughs> Why is it say disabled on my ticket?" And I just start laughing. Uh, well, the funny part is they called for two wheelchairs. <laughs> to come down to get out, to get him out of the plane, and only one was used. As I was walking into the terminal, I walked right past a wheelchair that I guess supposedly was supposed to be for me. But right, just is BJ on it. Oh my goodness! I should have walked up limping or something. And... <laughs> All right, somebody get him some headphones so he realizes how awful he sounds. <laughs> That's just him, man. <laughs> I know it's BJ, but dude. You've been on the radio before. We were on the radio with you. I mean, you'd come in and out, you know, of various shows in Lansing. I haven't like, been in the studio in years. For like three years. I haven't been in the studio in years. You forget how radio works? No. <laughs> I just got to get the whole mic thing back down. There you, there go. you go. Right there. Yeah. All right. Nice. Um, now here's what's funny. You look just like your mother now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You you have just a very Hence the disabled. <laughs> it's just a very I'm sorry. special Ewok look. Um, I'm just kidding. Dude. No, that's all right. I, I always look kind of goofy, so that's all right. All right. So what kind of uh, now? Did you hear what we have lined up for you? I heard something about I'm um, gonna have a documentary made. Yeah, a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sauce from Oviedo. He's a very well known documentary filmmaker mm-hmm. uh, here in the area. And um, so, yeah, you and Dubs will be followed for the next week, like every minute, at the apartment. Uh, That's basically it. Yeah. At the apartment. And here at the, the apartment. Here in the studio. Stamper in Bear Lake, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Stamper? What up, guys? Hey. What's going on, BJ? Nice to meet you. Hey, what's up? Hey, you guys, uh, the best part of this DVD is going to be when he meets Shot Doctor, his real father, for the first time. <laughs> yeah, I can hear a little bit of that, too. Uh, no, a whole lot of it. Yeah, all right. All right, later, guys. See ya. If you get a little alcohol in my system, I'll really start running at the mouth. I, I, I thought you weren't allowed. Now, hold hey, on a second. I'm an alcoholic. You can't help it. All right, now, can we talk about this? Do you care? Go ahead. Talk about what? Uh, <laughs> why, why you can't drink? Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right, so you're on antidepressants? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, wait That's a second. Wait you just... said we could talk about yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. I just thought, I just. <laughs> there was a look of shock. No. Like, whoa. No. I didn't know that was coming out. Don't worry. I'm fu- this whole staff is. <laughs> yeah, just about. Not anymore. And I actually You're should out? be. You're off of them? I'm taking a dose that isn't even um, therapeutic. It's just for so I can hold out longer in bed. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Zoloft. Ah, I am therapeutic. also on Zoloft. 12 milligrams now. What are you on, BJ? 125 milligrams of Zoloft. <laughs> You're messed is, up. Is that a lot, Tommy? <laughs> I think 300 is where it tops out. So, yeah. You're halfway 25 there. 25 to 300 is where it I is. got the real stuff in my pocket, though. What is that? Is my Ativan. What's Ativan? Oh, God. This is the good stuff. <laughs> what does it what do? do? It's for like ADD, isn't it? No, it's anxiety. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I have Ativan. I don't use it anymore, though. Why not? What do you have anxiety about, BJ? Uh, what if? I'm not going to work? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid about yeah, not going to work. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of pressures in my life right now. Uh, Did you get fired? Uh, from fired what? What? <laughs> what do you mean, from what? He doesn't work. Oh, you don't work? No, I go to school. How long? Dude, you've been in school since we were in Michigan. Absolutely. I still go. <laughs> High school? Eastern, I go to Eastern Michigan University. Oh. I'm an eagle. Dude, you've You're been an, an eagle since uh, 2001. I've only gone, I never go full time. How many hours have you taken? Right now I'm taking uh, eight credit hours. I, I, hold on a second. How many hours do you have left until you graduate? Um, probably about a year. A year? A year eight credits or uh, a year at... Uh, if you went full time. If I went full time... Probably. How, how many hours do you have under your belt at Eastern Michigan University? Well, I'm not positive. <laughs> what? I, I just go. I'm gonna finish. Why do you, you just go? How do you just go? Because uh, I, I have a, like a little course guide I follow. <laughs> Can I just check off the classes that I take them? It's a golf course guide, so he's kind of behind <laughs> <laughs> oh the time. Oh my god, dude! He's taking windmill class right now. <laughs> Actually, the classes I'm taking right now are introduction to team sports. <laughs> You're taking freshman level classes, dude. No, I'm just taking m- classes for my major. What's your major? Physical education. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. What? They're ripping you off. That's all right. All right, so you're taking these classes, and you're taking freshman level classes, it sounds like, for your major. And you're literally almost now, I would say, five years in. Well, I'm done with most of my core classes, so. <laughs> in five years? Yeah. It, it, it adds up after a while. <laughs> so is this your spring break at Eastern Michigan University? No, I just, I'm not going to go this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's only missing out on, what, one class? No, I have, I'm also taking uh, uh, an introduction to physical education class. Introduction? Yeah. That's In your what I'm fifth saying. year? That's exactly what I was just saying. I have over 90 credits there. For your major, though? Most, A lot of them are basics. I have, like... Who has 90 hours of basics? <laughs> Dude, you take a couple of political science, a couple of math, a couple of Englishes? I transferred some over from Lansing Community College. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And yet, somehow, you've done more in your life than Matt Albert, who mm-hmm. has no credit hours. Oh, boy. Or credit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At all. Credibility. Anything with credit in it. Credit card. All right, that's the next big thing. So coming up Friday is the second Hideout Fight Club by Curious BJ. I'm going to say 5'6", 180? 
190. All right, 5'6", 190. Say it like you're proud. <laughs> Matt Albert, 6'5", 500 pounds. You're looking at him, BJ. You're a former All-American wrestler. I'm sorry. I was just looking at him, and I had to say that. It made me laugh. Why? Because the head. That's that's what always worked for BJ. Go into a a wrestling match, and people would never take him seriously. I'm sorry, dude. I can't believe that this son of a bitch is in my studio. You're waving at everybody. Yeah, this guy. Looking at me. This guy. Who? What a freak. Chubby, red hair, freckles. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's you versus uh, Matt Albert. Have you seen him? Why don't you two stand up? Yeah, toe-to-toe. Let's see Not this. Not even toe-to-toe, just across the table. <laughs> I appreciate taking his shirt off like he is somebody. All right. All right, this is going to be fun, the hideout fight club. Exactly what, Friday night? About this time? Tommy, looking at them face-to-face, comparing them, what do you think? I don't know. It's They grew up so far apart, and they're so opposite looking, yet I think somehow they both grew up next to a nuclear power plant. <laughs> There's Just, something in the air and the water. The X-Men. Um, I don't know. I don't know if BJ could choke Matt out, because Matt has so little neck, and BJ's arms are so big. I think it could happen. Chunks, what do you think? And as someone who got choked out, all the all the footage on RealRadio.fm on the hideout page. Yeah, yeah. BJ, you have to watch that. <laughs> who are you going for? I don't know, but I like BJ. He's cool. That just bothers me. All right. Because yeah. BJ didn't eat all your pizza. He would have. So, BJ, are you going to drink while you're down here? Yes. <laughs> I thought you said he couldn't. You, know. you told me to stop you from drinking. Uh, well, I'll, I'll do it when you're not looking. No, I don't care. You're a man. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. What, I, what will I, happen if you drink while you're on those antidepressants? Nothing unless I drink large quantities. Which you Which will. will no, no. no. Tommy, is that true? What You've happens? Been in if my you... apartment. There's nothing but liquor there. Yeah. What happens if you drink while you're on these antidepressants? Um, I don't know because I've never actually done it. I think it it's really severely like messes... alters your mood. No, it, it messes with your motor skills a lot. I think it. Oh, good. Intensifies it. the alcohol. Nice. Oh, Who wouldn't want that? Well, I'm taking the Zoloft. I'm not taking it for depression. I'm taking it for anxiety because I have in a, I have generalized anxiety disorder. What the what hell does that? that mean? I one day it was just like that, one day out of the blue, I just had this huge a anxiety doc- attack. A doctor told you you have yes. anxiety. That's what I was. Yes. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I, I I've known BJ my whole life. And I would never think that he would be the one that would need Zola. Why? Like, what brought it on? Probably drinking alcohol. <laughs> what the you were drinking at a uh, high quantity for oh, a while there. Yeah, and it, cheap, nasty stuff too. Whatever I could get my mitts on. <laughs> so when not working, it's a cheap, nasty stuff. <laughs> uh, so what would you usually like to drink? I would drink wild turkey. No, I would worse. I would drink uh, probably Milwaukee's best ice. <laughs> Probably uh, three tall cans. <laughs> tall cans, not even regular cans. Get a good six pack in at least a night. <laughs> Nightly to fall asleep. I would, we would usually put me to sleep. Yes. And so that's what made you. <laughs> Do you think you have the gene, BJ? Oh, I have the gene. Yeah, my dad. My dad was drunk when I saw him today. Before I left Michigan. <laughs> Your dad's a truck driver. <laughs> what? Does he drink while on the road? Well, no. He, he, no. Has, he has two people. Like they they have a team, <laughs> so I'm sure that it's not while he's driving. 
but uh, probably on the off time. <laughs> All right, Chunk. I remember one time with uh, Bikers BJ's dad. Me and him were just sitting in. Uh, uh, me and BJ was just sitting in uh, his living room, and Bikers BJ's dad wakes up at like 3 a.m. Walks down to the uh, to the kitchen, cracks open a beer, downs, it, and walks back up to bed. He wanted the bus. <laughs> made him feel high good. life. Uh, am I wrong? I don't know if I feel like I'm wrong. I'm going to need a little help here. Is this guy maybe one of the most entertaining people you've ever just looked at? Yes. It's almost bad for the radio because I just want to look at him. Why? And, and I'm just inter- no, just because I just I would just stare at him and be entertained. And we got to sit here and we got to talk. Can you say Max Weinberg 7 real quick? <laughs> yeah, I told you, didn't it? Isn't it Conan O'Brien but it's, shrunken? Yeah. It's funny because, like, he'll say something and then he'll look around the room. Like, <laughs> see what, you know, he's like, I'll be here all night, guys. No, this he, thing is. On. he is. I like attention. I'll be you, you got me there. I like attention. I can't help it. Yeah, that's cool. Though. It's, funny. it's The way he answers, he's like, six cans a night. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I love this kid. We just used to have so much fun uh, back in the old days. What was the thing that you and I did once? I think I even still have it somewhere. It was By Curious BJ's Ionia Fair Report. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. Probably Livingston County Fair Report. No, I think it was the Ionia County Fair. And some hack 80s band was performing, like Whitesnake or something. And it was BJ's top ten reasons not to go to the Ionia County Fair. And it was all just running down Whitesnake or whoever it was. And it was the stupidest thing, yet the most fun I'd ever had on the radio. And hey, then, I used to do the Bi Curious uh, Karaoke, too. Ah, yeah, on the Skank Shift, Bi Curious Karaoke. Do you want to bring that back? Should we call Shafee to make sure that he doesn't hate us uh, if we do Bi Curious Karaoke? Why? I brought him Bi Curious. I can do whatever I want with him. <laughs> Do you want to sing a little bit when we get back? What, what, what <laughs> song know. are you feeling? Uh, I, don't, what, I don't know. What's one of your Kelly favorite? Kelly Clarkson, since you've been gone. What's one of your favorite songs? Oh, it's one of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, sing. Kokomo? What do you like? How about if I sing a little Les Mis Rob when we come back? Whoa. I don't know if we have Les Mis. I was just singing. it. I All you need is my voice. Are you kidding me? Really? Why he, if, if, if the ratings would go sky high the instant my voice touches the airwaves. All right, late. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. About to wrap it up on a Monday night. Dubs will have to save the Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff for tomorrow. Sure. Along with the George Lopez and just the countless things we didn't get to this evening. Cause George Bi-Curious, Lopez curse tomorrow. Because by Curious BJ is here. He will be wrestling Matt Albert in the... Second edition of the Hideout Fight Club, Friday night during the open door. Mm -hmm. Pictures of Matt Albert uh, demolishing chunks are on the realradio.fm hideout page. Okay, Bias Curious BJ, before we went to break, you said you would sing a show tune for us, right? From Les Mis. Yeah, absolutely. Les Mis are rough. Now, why is it, back in the olden days, you would do something called, um, what was it, uh, by Curious Karaoke? Yes. And what would you sing? Um, I did a little uh, Huey Lewis in the News. Mm-hmm. Um, would, would bring out, uh, shoot, it's been a while, Michael Jackson. Okay. Whatever, anything. But today you've decided to introduce yourself to the Central Florida audience and those listening on the podcasting and also realradio.fm. It's time for a little show tunes. 
Do you want to stand? Do you want to... Uh... No, sure. I'll take off the headphones, and I will sing. Okay, you're going to take off the headphones. You don't want to hear yourself? On my go? Yeah, just... Are you going to sing the whole song? Or what no, you no, you're going to cut me off. You're not going to want to hear the whole song. Okay, now, let me ask you. How do you know the words to Les Mis? Well, I used to go... I used to be a manager for the wrestling team in Fowlerville. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, my mom used to drive me to all the meets, and she had it on tape and would listen to it. And I got stuck listening to it, and I've known it ever since. All right, so Les Mis, by Curious BJ, by Curious Karaoke, by Curious BJ, dubs his cousin slash friend in town for the next seven days. And we're going to have someone come in and follow you guys around. Have that guy meet us up here tomorrow. And we can start it all tomorrow night. How's that, Dubs? I like that. All right. In the uh, the documentary that we're I've got his number. So. Dubs and BJ. All right. Here's uh, Les Mis. Now, we don't have the music. You're going to sing it without the oh, music, Oh, you right? don't need the music. All you need is the, the grace of my voice. All right. Here we go. By Curious BJ, by Curious Karaoke. Okay. Uh, in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. There is a castle on a cloud. I'd like to go there in my sleep. Aren't any floors for me to sweep? Not in my castle on a cloud. There is a room that's full of toys. Mo. There are a hundred boys and girls. Nobody shouts or talks too loud. Not in my castle on a cloud. There is a lady all in white. She holds me and sings a lullaby. She's nice to see and she's soft to touch. She says, Quosette. I love you very much. All right, it's good. Oh, my God. What? That was incredibly uncomfortable. That was just, like, seriously beyond words. <laughs> All right, here comes... Uh, I, you know what I think? What? The positive reviews are pouring in. There's one. <laughs> I only have one thought. Hmm. You're gay, though you don't express it. You're gay. Anyone can guess it. There's something you do that keeps right, giving hold on. you away. Here's another one from Trees. Holy cow, awful. Except <laughs> instead of cow, it was the S word. <laughs> Who would have the balls to come on here and uh, and sing Les Mis Rob Castle on a Cloud? I uh, here's some kudos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Man, I didn't think I'd be coming in right out of the gate with Castle on a Cloud as soon as I got in here. <laughs> that was your heavy artillery? <laughs> <laughs> no, you need a little alcohol in my system is what you need. So do you feel like somehow you've endeared yourself? Uh, no. All right, here's another one <laughs> on the AOL Instant Messenger Roll Radio Hideout. What the F was that? <laughs> and, um, 
Yeah, there's a, this is, now there's just ones I just can't. Maybe it's because he didn't have background music. All right, hold on a second. Here's the anti-BJ. Anti-BJ <laughs> in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Uh, where's he from again? Um, Mid-Michigan. Oh, yeah, go back. <laughs> All right, so there are, there is actually a phone caller to welcome you to Central Florida. <laughs> You know what the best part would have been if someone just would have randomly been flipping through the stations and then just came upon that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that would have really helped us out. <laughs> Let's try it again with background music. Do we? Ha- All right. Do you want to try to redeem yourself with another song? No, thank you. <laughs> Why not? I think you should do something. I think else. this isn't helping out his anxiety. No, if I, I'll just take one of these and that'll be gone in a minute. <laughs> so I'm not too worried about that. One of the pills? Yeah, you should take one right now just to. So you can see what I'm talking about. <laughs> and how great you feel? Does it give you a buzz? No, it no. just... The really uncomfortable thing was the way he was stroking the microphone as if it were a man's member. While singing Les Mis. I wish I know how to quit you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's your favorite, like, duet song? My favorite duet song? Mm-hmm. Total Eclipse? Uh, well, I have that in my MySpace right now. Do you like Total Eclipse of the Heart? I just like that version, the Dan Band. Right. Okay, here's another one. My dong just fell off when he sang, I'm impotent now. <laughs> so you're doing good out there. People are really, really taking to you, BJ. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get beat, get beat up out here, but it looks like it's turning that way. Actually, everybody's really looking forward to you uh, beating up on Matt this Friday. Yeah, it's you and Matt Albert, the second hideout fight club. If you had to bet, if you were a bet man, who, who would you bet on, Dubs? Definitely you, BJ. Without a doubt. <laughs> That's not even a question. He could come, he could come to uh, come to play ball and wreck me. If he gets a hold of me, I'm in trouble. All right, here's another one. No more singing, please. How about another fast one? Just a couple of little notes from another one. You said he knew West Side Story. You want to do West Side Story kind of redeem yourself? Okay. I want you to stand up and do a little West Side Story. All right. I can, I'll can. i sit for this one. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette till your last dying day. When you're a jet, if the spit hits the fan, you got brothers around. You're a family man. You're never alone. You're never disconnected. You're home with your own. When company's expected, you're well protected. Then you are set with a capital J, which you'll never forget till they cart you away. When you're a jet, you stay a jet. Yeah, I had pretty good. Damn, I can't hit those high notes. <laughs> you would think for being bi-curious I'd be able to hit those, but I have trouble with them. When you're a jet, you're the top cat in town with the gold medal kid with the heavyweight crown. Shut up! Stop it, you weak, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! When you're a jet, you stay a jet! Yeah! All right. That's awkward moment of silence. There. <laughs> Appreciate you guys jumping in to help me out there. This guy sounded pretty gay. Um, let's see here. Uh, shoot him. Uh, he sucks. I wish his plane had crashed. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> That's just mean. UFO that Phil was from has, you. has a better voice. Um, let's go to Andy and Apopka. Andy has something for By Curious BJ. Hey, BJ, who sings that song originally, brother? Which one? The Jet song? Yeah. Like like from the original movie? Yeah. No, who, who actually sings the song? Uh, I think I know where you're going with this, but uh, uh, it would be, be the, the Jets. Hey, forget it, man. Take a hint. Keep it that way. Yeah. All right. 5,000. Yeah, have a good one. 5,000. How am I supposed to know who sings that song? When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your fourth cigarette till your last dying day. When you're a jet. Okay. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, it's wrapping up on a Monday night here in the hideout on World Radio 104.1. Stuff people will be talking about three days from now. Uh, boy. What is going on? Bush says he declassified sensitive pre-war intelligence on Iraq in 2003 to counter critics who claimed the administration had exaggerated the nuclear threat posed by Saddam Hussein. <sighs> They're just critics, Mr. President. Deal with it. It's like me letting out information because I get mad at MoochieDoombray.com. Never heard of it. It's all right. <clears throat> Let's see what else is there. Also heard it first in the hideout, J-Dubs. We didn't get to all the MySpace.com stuff that we have. I have some great audio from Dateline. Play it tomorrow, but... The popular online social networking hub said it will begin displaying public service ads aimed at educating its users, many of them teens, about the dangers posed by sexual predators on the Internet. And people will look at him and laugh and laugh and laugh. We'll play him on the air and goof. Uh, oh, okay, BJ, Vicarious BJ was here in the phone sex from his DC days. It's up. It's very, very funny stuff on the wadcasting section of the Hideout Podcasting on iTunes. You're Go still, there, sign up for iTunes. Are you still with that chick? I am, but I'm looking for some action while I'm down here in Orlando, so if you're available, uh, you can meet me outside at the studio any night after 11 o'clock. All right, so you are looking for a girl. How about a little bi-curious dating game? Dudes and chicks. <laughs> no thanks. Keith Sutherland sides off of... It's not gay if you're thinking about More 24. Um, Keith Sutherland has signed on for three more seasons as Jack Bauer on Fox's 24. Big paycheck on that one, too. We didn't get a chance to really talk about it, but I think it's incredibly cool what Disney and ABC are doing. Offering four primetime shows, including Desperate Housewives and Lost, on its website for free. Uh, it's a two-month trial beginning in May. As it continues uh, ways to expand consumers to watch TV online. I told you, the Internet is better than television. I, I AB- agree that it will be. ABC is seeing the future. And they're putting their shows online. They're still getting some ad revenue of it. And look, this is part of the reason why The Hideout is so into the podcasting. 
We're one of the very few radio shows embracing this. Mm-hmm. We Everybody know, else is afraid of it. We know that you can't listen for four hours a night, five nights a week. We would love you to. But we're going to post it you know, on iTunes so that you can go get it and get caught up so that when you do listen, you know... You're, you're good to go. It's like you haven't missed anything. Just because you're in the store, you have to go do something, doesn't mean you should miss out on the stuff that uh, you like to listen to. You should get a chance to go over to iTunes and get it. And, um... Oh, this no DNA match in the Duke scandal. DNA testing failed to connect any of the members of the Duke University lacrosse team to the alleged rape of a stripper. I got a question on that. Go ahead, BJ. Your third mic. Okay. Matt's been uh, demoted to uh, phones. <laughs> okay, I guess my question here is, I understand that the Duke administration has to do something about it. All right, it. we're out of time. But why... Oops, his mic got cut yeah, off. Yeah, your mic got cut off. We're out of time. Does Daniel Dennis have an evil fat twin? <laughs> and BJ? Yes. Go ahead, BJ. You can talk. What was your question? Go ahead. I was just going to ask why Duke University... Yeah, we're out of time. Sorry, <laughs> Thanks. You, you bet. All right, wake up with the monsters <laughs> in the morning. Shannon Burke Middays. Yeah, his mic's on. Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Go ahead, BJ. Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. BJ, some final thoughts? 5,000. 5,000. Be somebody always talk good, and God bless King Dude. Stay classy and question everything. Stay tuned for the best of real radio, or as I like to term it, the Real Radio Rewind, a segment from each of the shows today. Real soup. Real soup, exactly. BJ, you want to take us out with the 5,000? Go ahead. Go ahead. Hurry. Yeah. Uh, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Go ahead, BJ. <laughs> I'm a transaxon. Beat it. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on the floor. Step on the floor. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.